Hello. Wow, that's really... Hello, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, stupid bitches. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah, welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Episode 127. There's already like 7 million podcasts. It's a trap. Could it toss it? Could it taste it? Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the leftovers. leftovers. All right, hey guys, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it somebody you just you go to like a fucking uh, rodeo or I something? I just got back from a hoot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Watching some Dukes of Hazard before you came here. No, no. Oh man. I want you to think about this. Like, like, uh, what kind of woman do you think Uncle Jesse was was getting with in the past? Do you mm. think Uncle Jesse was? Cause I mean, like, look at look at the family. They're all good looking. Yeah, yeah, they are good looking yeah. folk. But that's their uncle. Full house. No, Uncle Jesse from fucking uh, oh, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't wasn't he called Uncle Jesse too? Yeah, I think you're right. Think the you're original right. Uncle. Jesse. Yeah, he always he, he was he always his like catchphrase was "Have mercy." Yeah. <laughs> right? I, thought, I was thinking Uncle Jesse from Full House was getting whoever he wanted. Oh yeah, John Stamos. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Is, he's coming back for Fuller House. Yeah, I yeah, think they're so. all coming back except for the except Olsen, for the Olsen twins. twins. Yeah, they got better things to do. Apparently, we can recast them. <laughs> Aren't they fucking billionaires or some shit? Yeah, they're like one of them owns like some huge clothing line yeah. or some shit like yeah, that. They don't, they don't need this at all. <laughs> yeah, everyone else needs it but them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How do they explain them off? Hopefully, they're dead. <laughs> I heard, I heard, yeah, they, they, they got coked out of their minds. Yeah. Well, there's only one of them on the show. Oh, I know, yeah. I know, I know, yeah, you're right. But I, did, I, I heard the rumor, didn't they ask uh, their other sister, the Scarlet Witch chick, mm-hmm. didn't they ask her to play one of them? I think they did. I heard that rumor. Yeah, and she was like, no way. Yeah, she didn't need it either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. she wants to taint anything else now with that. <laughs> taint. <laughs> Oh my! Multiple well, meanings. <laughs> All right, I'm getting into that one. Oh uh, yeah. So, how's everybody? Uh, how's your week, Jay? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pure shit. Yeah, I don't even know why I asked you. No, it was horrible. God damn. Yeah, yeah. I call your shit and raise you a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, uh, I got kicked off a uh, – see, I, guys, listen. I'm not on Facebook. I have like a fake profile. Yeah? It still blows me away that some of our listeners still find my fake profile. <laughs> And they, they do find and it, and they yeah. try to friend me on it, and it's like, guys, don't don't try to friend me on Facebook. I don't really use it for, you know what I mean. I don't use it as a Facebook page. I despise Facebook. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I use my fake profile is to update the uh, Facebook page. But I am part of like a lot of different uh, like pages okay. on Facebook. Like I'm on a Flash page and some comic book pages, DC pages, Marvel pages, and every once in a while I like to read what people are saying. I don't respond a lot, but when I do, you can count on me being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was reading, I was in one of them, it was called uh, Comic Book Collecting. Okay. And so somebody had posted, I saw like on my Facebook pages some, some, uh, from, some fucking douche novel posted something like yeah so uh i already uh i watched uh, deadpool the movie and i was not that impressed mm-hmm. did not like it and he's like and don't write any rude comments because <laughs> i've already voiced my opinion on how i feel about deadpool to begin with so he's basically asking for it right yeah you put that on facebook you're, yeah. you're asking for yeah, it yeah yeah and so at this point then i was like you know what this guy just sounds like a fucking complete douchebag and so i didn't even i didn't even say anything about him at first <laughs> i just said i called him i called him this is i don't know if this is like an actual term but i i called him a comic book hipster mm-hmm. okay i was like fucking comic book hipsters <laughs> i said yeah just because everybody else thinks it's cool to be an individual you say that it sucks right yeah. i didn't like it i don't see what all the fuss is about and then he went off on me had like a whole paragraph where he went off on me and i was like i go i replied with looks like i really got under your skin lol <laughs> i go all right don't uh i called him like a big baby or something and i said all right now i'm waiting for your classic response <laughs> And then one of the fucking, uh, like, uh, the page admins, admins, he fucking read this shit and, uh, he says, keep waiting and then booted me off of the thing. And so I found out that I saw the name of the admin Mm -hmm. and I replied with on his personal message. I said, Jesus, you guys can't take a fucking joke, can you? Yeah. And he blocked me there too. (laughs) Oh, wow. So then I actually reactivated my real Facebook account. <laughs> awesome. Found him again and just responded with fucking dick. <laughs> and then I fucking I blocked him and then I deactivated my account again. Nice. So yeah, just to get the last word in. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's I can't fun. understand why I thought this was gonna be like not that it wasn't a good story, but I thought like you were really gonna say something deserving of being kicked off. It doesn't sound like you were yeah. even that I know that's that's what blew me away. That's why I I came at him and I said, Jesus! I go, you can't, you guys can't take a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I, I didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, no name calling. Well, I think this guy's like a regular and pissed and moaned to one of the admins, oh, being a little yeah. bitch, mm-hmm. and then they kicked me off. I, I'd rather be kicked off than on a fucking page that allows that fucking piece of shit to type on there. Right. Yeah, there had to have been other people defending the Deadpool movie on this thread. I yeah. can't imagine that you make a post like that and everyone's like, yeah, you're right. I don't know what was up with that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, fuck that guy. 
<laughs> I don't see what all the big fuss was. Well, you're right. Like most people that are like, as far as what I've read, most people who are being negative about it really don't have much else to back it up on, other than right. this is something that you know it's a different movie. Well, what? Where's your you know basis of that? You know, comparing it to the comic book or anything else, it's yeah. never there. So it's just kind of you know flat argument. Well, this guy didn't like Deadpool to begin with, and he just wanted he had to point out that hey, you remember my earlier post when I said I didn't even like Deadpool as a character, right? So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it's one thing to like if if you're being a prude and that's the reason. And you don't like it, yeah. Like, not that I agree with it, but right. at least it's kind of a valid reason, yeah. Right. But just to overall, like, I'm not a prude, and I still yeah. hated this movie. Yeah, and then to call people out and say, uh, "Yeah, don't don't troll me because I've already, you know, come on, because I can't defend myself." You're asking for it, yeah, yeah, on Facebook, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I hate fucking Facebook. I don't want any comments here. Yeah. yeah, see, I like Twitter so much more. I like Twitter more than Facebook too. God, Facebook is just so annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. Here's what I fucking ate. Here's my fucking kids. These are my thoughts on this. This is my thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, every page is really for you. Yeah. It's not really for. Any anybody else and so like you are like closely monitoring like who's saying what to you about what you said who liked what i said that day mm-hmm. and so it is it's like a very selfish endeavor and then you find yourself getting pissed at what everyone else is saying because you don't want to hear it either and yeah, now, <laughs> yeah. now people are going to say brian yeah, you're so you're a fucking hypocrite you fucking facebook hipster <laughs> <laughs> fuck off you know the thing is the thing is it's like i was on facebook for like five years or something like that well, yeah and i saw the appeal for it but i, I felt like it was just kind of like dominating my life Like, oh, okay, I typed this. Let's see who responded. Or, like, let me go down and look at everybody's page. And it was so time-consuming. And, like, once I got it out of my life, I'm not checking my phone as much. Yeah. Gives me more time for this show. And a lot of the times I read stuff on Facebook. I can't handle I will admit it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I read from people that piss me off. Like, there are people that you shouldn't be friends with on Facebook. Right. Yeah. I don't want to read. I don't. I hate reading uh, political shit and religious shit. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I can't fucking read it. Half the time, it's going to piss me off. And so it's like I came to that realization that, oh, my gosh, if it's raising my fucking blood pressure, <laughs> I've got to get off of this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah for a lot sure. Of, a lot of pissing and moaning going on on Facebook. <laughs> yes, sure. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Facebook hipsters, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Whatever, that's what I am. If it wasn't for Facebook, we wouldn't have met. That's true. That's true. That's probably why I'm not on there, on there anymore. Yeah, you don't need <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to meet any more Jake equivalents. Jake doppelgangers. Yeah, once yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alternate dimension Jake. <laughs> Earth 2 Jake. Earth 2 yeah. Jake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, last week I didn't go over iTunes reviews, but we did get some iTunes reviews this week. Exciting. All right, these are the iTunes reviews this week. All right, we've got one here from uh, Jimmy McKnight. Nice. I think Jimmy, he does the uh, Ninja Starship podcast. Really? What's what's that topic? Uh, he does. He goes to a lot of conventions and does a lot of interviews. Okay. And uh, yeah, he, he you know he tackles some of the movies and comic book news and things like that. But this uh, this is from Jimmy, and it's titled Three Dudes and Some Mudslides." <laughs> <laughs> PCL is it's a five star. Uh, PCL is one of the best podcasts covering entertainment news out there. This show's interaction with its fans are unparalleled, unparalleled, 
and I hate that this review won't let me say the F word. <laughs> so he wanted to drop an F bomb in there. Couldn't do it. You can't drop F bombs in iTunes reviews. Huh? But you know what you can put in your title? What's that? The word pussies. <laughs> And you want to know why yeah, I know that? Know that yeah. Because the next review <laughs> comes from Jay Bray 223 and it's titled Movie Reviews for People Who Aren't Pussies. <laughs> and it is clearly spelled out. <laughs> wow. Unfucking believable. That is unfucking. I don't know. Maybe iTunes thought he was talking about cats or something. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of cat talk on the a internet. A lot of cat talk. There is a whole lot of yeah. cat talk. There yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, I watched uh, the uh, the newest episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. where they went to court, and uh, Dennis's ex-wife on the show, Marine Ponderosa, has been uh, changing turning herself into a human cat <laughs> like surgery and the whole surgery. Nine? like remember you know the guy that was like turning himself into a cheetah and shit yeah yeah marine Ponderosa. <laughs> dude it's fucking hilarious awesome this episode was just so fucking off the wall crazy bananas yeah it was fucking the best episode this season in a season were some of the best episodes I've ever seen. Like, last episode was all about Frank. Uh-huh. And it, you saw everything from Frank's point of view. It nice. was amazing. Oh, I gotta watch these. It was these. fucking awesome. And you, you heard this inter- internal dialogue. Wow. Danny DeVito, this episode was fucking brilliant. Cool. But uh, this last episode, we're in the, in the courtroom. Marine Ponderosa, she's like had like facial reconstruction. She's got like whiskers on her face and Ugh. shit. She's wearing like cat ears and shit. She's licking her fucking hands. She's got long fingernails. Yeah, dude, it was hilarious. <laughs> like if somebody pissed her off, she would go. <laughs> it was great. That is hilarious. So Dennis is in the courtroom with her, and he's using it because he's paying her alimony. Okay. And so while they're in the courtroom, because I think it was her brother. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember her brother. Her brother's name, Marine Ponderosa's brother. Yeah, I don't remember. He, yeah, he's uh, he got he he spiked the McPoyles' milk with I think meth or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> and so one of the McPoyles, when they were fucked up on meth, stabbed another McPoyle's eye out. Oh, okay. Oh. And so he's brought in on charges. <laughs> and so she's on the stand, and Dennis takes the takes this this perfect moment while they're in court to try to get out of paying alimony. <laughs> it was great. Awesome. It's always Sounds funny. classic. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, titled Movie... Re- I went on... Yeah, Tupperware that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm boring, you guys. No, I, yeah. I fucking I love okay. that show. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to watch that show. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, start from season one. Oh, honestly. yeah. It's great. It's yeah. a fucking ride, man. Because with that show, it's just it's it's it's. I think everybody's taking a pay cut to do it, mm-hmm. and everybody's just having fun, man. That's what I love about like the like the league. Half of the fucking that show, the league on FX too, yep. is it's all improvised. Mm. Like half of the shit that they say, it's mm-hmm. just all fucking like off the top of their head. Yeah, that's over now, right? Yeah, it did finish, but it was great. The, I loved the season finale. I thought it was great. A lot better than the Seinfeld season, the series oh, yeah. finale. Wow, <laughs> Any, anything's better than that. So I wasn't a big fan of it. The series no. finale. No, I kind of think it's more enjoyable after the fact. Like, not in the context that, like, you're putting your whole life to a halt and having yeah. a Seinfeld party. Yeah. Like, when you watch it, it's kind of funny now. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. But uh, I, I thought it was fun. Like, they're all in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And, like, all oh, these people have ruined our lives. And 
yeah, all that stuff. I, I get it, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, sorry, Jay Bray. Uh, he <laughs> says, Jay Bray. He or she says, if you're offended by folks who talk like actual people in their excitement and passion for films and other pop culture, then you should probably stick the Richard Roper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a five star. Nice. nice. Uh, Pussies in the title. Pussies in the title. I, I commend like you, yeah. sir or madam. Yeah. Or madam, madame, madame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does do you say, okay? Do you say madam? Or I don't know. I say madam. Okay. I think either works. I think it's tomato tomato. Madam sounds like uh, like 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 you're the proprietor of a brothel. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I He's fine, you, madam. Basically it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Who says I, madame though? Where do you hear that? Well, I don't know. It's like the only person that I would feel comfortable saying madam would be like Heidi Fleiss or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> As you, like, bow. I wouldn't bow but, to but her. That, well, you kind of maybe do, like, Why would I bow to Heidi Fleiss? Kind of like one of these. You know, she collects fucking... Like a curtsy? Yeah, like a curtsy. To <laughs> Heidi Fleiss. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> She's kind of regal, right? I think somebody fucking spiked your milk in the bath. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about over there? Jesus Christ, I can't believe he's still on the fucking You want to be show. very proper when you're talking to Heidi Fleiss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, madame. Madam. Madam Fleiss. <laughs> I don't even like calling people ma'am. I don't even like calling, like, mm. you know, gals ma'am. Hey, ma'am! Mm. I don't know. I never use that. I never use madame either. Oh, I wouldn't use madame. I'm usually just like, hey. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> hey, lady. Hey, lady. <laughs> I don't think I've ever called a woman madam or madame really? in my life. Yeah. No, I, I call people ma'am all it the time. Fo- I guess that would follow with, like, a creepy hand kiss. Oh, yeah. Madame. Yeah. Madame, yeah. You look lovely, madam, and then like a creepy hand kiss. Right, yeah. Gotta have the creepy hand kiss. <laughs> I know some people that probably do that. Though. Oh, yeah. All right, next one comes from uh, Big Bald Kel. Okay. I'm get- yeah, I'm thinking this is Kelly Claiborne. Kelly, if I'm wrong, tell me. Okay. Is he bald? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, he's full head of hair. <laughs> That's why you guessed him. <laughs> big, big, big fucking huge afro. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's gotta be fucking Kelly Claiborne. <laughs> Trying to throw you off the scent. <laughs> big fucking healthy head of hair <laughs> on that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's like when they call big guys tiny. Yeah. Biggie Smalls. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's titled a splendid podcast. Oh, there's that splendid. word. Now word's coming back. <laughs> yeah, you I'm bringing it back. splendid back. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's a uh, five star. The Francis Scott Key of Pop Culture Podcasting. Oh, great. There it is. That's We're a bunch review. of fucking pussies. That insulting. I guess so. <laughs> We write songs when we're supposed to be podcasting. He's basically he's saying we don't even show up to podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, thank God our podcast was still there. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> All its brilliance. Oh, you brought it back to the song, didn't you? you <laughs> son of a bitch! I got it. It took me a second there. <laughs> That was funny, people. It was good. If you're not yeah. laughing in your fucking cars. <laughs> Smart humor. No. <laughs> all right, all right, was, all right. It was actually one of those where I caught on a little late. Yeah. I thought it was actually funny. Really? Now, now I'm now I'm fucking demeaning it. <laughs> it sounds like I'm actually, you know, not impressed, but I am. It was impressive. I thought you were sincere. I was totally sincere. <laughs> all right, guys. It's uh, time for your emails. <laughs> Mail. Oh, Here it comes. <laughs> Leftovers of the universe. Mail. Ah, pop culture leftovers. 
All right, guys. Who combined those? Was that you? No, 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 no. You know, okay. The, the Dennis Asparo made the male motherfucker. Yeah. Jared Gafford did the Flash Gordon. Yeah. And Greg Alenti. Mr. Caliente, that spicy motherfucker. Ah, Mixmaster Caliente. Yes, yes, DJ Mixmaster Caliente. <laughs> Fucking put that shit in the blender. Yes, he did. He blended that shit up. <laughs> Fucking puree that shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Fucking some mudslide of bumpers right there, bitches. It's good. It's good. It is. It's tasty. Thank you. <laughs> he had just a little bit of spice to it. Yeah, Tex-Mex. Yeah, he's like, you know what? That first one was mild. The second one was medium. I'm gonna fucking put some hot sauce on this bitch because I'm Greg Caliente. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he saved us. He saved us from the Sparenbergs. Yep. All right, Jacob Harmon. This follow-up email. Remember last week he said he wants to fuck Apple, the robot from Turbo Kid. Yeah, oh, he ain't alone. Me too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Ten four. There's other deranged people out there in the world. Apparently, yeah. I, I, I actually two thirds of them are on this <laughs> fucking podcast. We outnumber you. <laughs> All right. One day the robots will outnumber you. True. Then I'll be laughing. Yeah, no. <laughs> if they're all apples, I'm down. You'll oh. be dead. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That sent chills to my spine. Right, a little Star Wars. Yeah, I like that. That was good. All right, it's titled, Ask and Ye Shall Receive. Um, Oh, the top five robot fucking list. I I was being sarcastic. (laughs) Um, Apparently, Jacob Harmon took this to heart and thought, yeah, you know what I'll do? I'll monopolize the time on the podcast to give you my list of top five robots. robots. (laughs) (laughs) He he might want to bang a robot, too, for all we know. Trademark. uh, Last week, uh, Harmon, I asked him, I said, which uh, which, uh, five robots in pop culture would you want to bang? I'm excited. He says, well, you asked for it, so here it is. The top five robots I want to bang, a list by Jacob Harmon. Number one, Data... Hmm. From Star Trek The Next Generation. Whoa. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? Totally. Nothing against that. I just surprised from Harmon. It's kind of boring. <laughs> Something about him in the holodeck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Sherlock, figure this out. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> While I sure ram the, you. Make sure the emotion chip is fucking turned off. <laughs> you don't want to feel this. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Apple from Turbo Kid. She's uh, kind of crazy, no doubt, but that's kind of hot. Her look is influenced by, from the greatest era in history, the 80s. Yeah. Her hair and makeup make me think of Gem and the Holograms, except way better looking. Nice. Agreed. I, I agree with you. You guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I totally agree. That's the number one. The sick thing about this is I'm going to hear that a lot throughout this. Oh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, number one, I agree. Well, number one, we're right there with you, Harmon. Yeah, number one. <laughs> number two, I, I honestly, this uh, n- number one is actually a number two. It's a fucking deuce if you ask me. It's like taking a shit. Wow. I'd rather take a healthy fucking bowel movement than bang apple. <laughs> No, number number two, Buffy Bot from the Buffy uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Jake knows what's up. Wow, another good choice. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. He says, "How could you go wrong with Buffy? I've never seen the Buffy Bot. It's it's basically Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Same thing, <laughs> except she won't talk back." <laughs> 
You guys win. <laughs> Which is a plus. Jake, Jake's like, after I get done with her, they're going to call her the Muffy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we could give her the Wiggins. <laughs> Here we go. Number three. Nice. <laughs> Cherry 2000 from Cherry 2000. I don't know. I don't that. know who that is. I don't either. I'll Google it. Some weird Harmon shit going on there. <laughs> Harmon's got good taste, though. I probably want to fuck this too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> With the movie being set up in 2017, I'm sure I can buy one next year. Mm. Cherry 2000. He's already. He's like. Are you saving? On, going to Amazon? <laughs> check. Doing a search for for a Cherry 2000. You can fuck. <laughs> Putting it on his Amazon wish list. Uh. What's that? Oh, she's a redhead. Oh. Let me see this Redheads shit. are hot. Mm, she's kind of too muscular for my taste. Yeah. Oh, it's like Dolph Lundgren. She's one of them like, bodybuilding robot mm. girls. She's got weird hair. <laughs> Not into that. Mm. Yeah, you lost me, Harmon. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, well, that makes sense with this next one. Number four, robotic Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. That does add up. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, is it Pris from Blade Runner? Uh, yeah, what's her name? Hmm. Chris. I haven't seen Blade Runner in over 15 years. Been yeah. a long time. Me neither. Me neither. That super 80s style never disappoints. He likes the, he likes 80s. She got that eyeshadow. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a fan Is of that, that. Oh, he wants, it looks like a, you're gonna fucking, uh, it looks like an albino raccoon. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was David Bowie. It at looks first like, it, no, it looks like Sigourney Weaver fucked an albino raccoon. <laughs> and that's what Harmon wants to bang. Where you go. Great choice there, Chief. <laughs> yeah, Harmon really lost me after this first two picks. Yeah. Gosh. Alright, who's this number five? Uh, I don't know, fucking Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> Zorobot. He likes that fucking black mask on her face. She's like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. It is creepy. Look that up, people. Pr- uh, was it Pris from Blade Runner? Yes. Oh what my the- god. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, it looks like Sting the Wrestler right there. <laughs> <laughs> During his comeback. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, enough yeah, of that. All right. Yeah, Away. Right. <laughs> oh god, here we go. Number five, uh, the robot version of Squirrel Girl. She might not be as good as the real Doreen, but she's close enough. No. He just made that up, right? Is there really a robot Squirrel Girl? He would know. Uh-huh. He's like the, the... You know what? Instead of Wikipedia, whatever you wrote, whatever you think, it's, I'm calling it Sickopedia. <laughs> You're sick in the fucking head. Sickopedia. He's the, he's the Sickopedia of Squirrel Girl. He knows it all about oh, yeah. her. Yeah, well, he can have his bottom three, and we'll take his top two. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You guys, are, you guys are all Apple sick. and Buff Pot. Oh, Menage yeah. a trois. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. This next email comes to us from our listener, uh, Dan Chester. Ah, nice. Remember Dan Chester? Who How can could I forget? He emails is, every week. This is the third fucking week in a row. And, and so th- let me start this bitch off. He says, so you're telling me that if I email you guys, you're going to read it every time. <laughs> I have you all eating out of the palm of my hands. I promise to wield that power with great responsibility. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Let me stop you right there, you cocky son of a bitch. Um, Dan Chester. Okay. You know what? You may think that you have all the power in the situation, but I have done something in the past with certain listeners, and I am going to execute that power right now. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to read this email and your fucking follow-up. I got two of them from this guy this week. Oh, man. I'll read both of them this week, but you have been banned, sir, for one month, and you've got a new nickname, Banchester. Banchester. <laughs> You're banned. Shame. <laughs> so 
You know what? We'll see you next month. Yeah. All right. You've been banned for a month. You're monopolizing. And you know, it's like, he's like, he's like, he's like basically saying he's monopolizing. He's like taking over the system here. He's trying to cheat, find a little loophole. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me about it. Yeah. He's like waving it in my fucking face. Not good. That's his last mistake. Last mistake. <laughs> Banchester. He's like, remember Matumbo, Dikembe Matumbo? He oh, would yeah. fucking block a shot and then he'd wag, wag that fucking finger in your face? Yeah. yeah. You're no Matumbo, sir. Oh, uh, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> you are not that tall. No. Well, what's you got to say? I better be I, good. I, I, fucking, I fucking made that jumper. I put that jumper up and I made it. I swished it and I said, not in my house, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not in my fucking house. This is home fucking court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fucking tell them. Yeah. Who has the power? See, yeah, see you in a month there, Banchester. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that. Yeah, you fucking, you fucking ruined your cool nickname, too. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. He did ruin it. He did. It was a cool nickname. Now you're Banchester. <laughs> That'll never die. It'll never die. No, uh-uh. Jay won't fuck it then. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> At least he's safe from that. Uh, I've been waiting for yeah. that. I was, I'm on top of it, just like fucking Harmon on every fucking robot out there. <laughs> That thing looked like sting and fucking drag. Yeah, that was that was crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like pumping my fist for Harmon, and then I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Harmon was pumping something out there. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Ra- know, raccoon girl, squirrel girl. Honestly, Harmon, you need to pump your you need to pump the fucking brakes on that shit. <laughs> That's what you need to pump. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Squirrel Girl. I don't get that either. No, the robot version of yeah, Squirrel Girl. Yeah, and a robot version oh, yeah. even. I can kind of see the, like... Is she hot? The non-robot version. In a comic book yeah, kind of In like a squirrel next door kind of way. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> is, is there squirrel porn out there? Is he like... Be- I'm sure. Is he like beating off the Sandy Squirrel from Spongebob? <laughs> Yeah, oh, God, sickening. That is gross. Anyway, so Dan Chester taking advantage of the system here. He says, "You, uh, it's been uh, two and a half years now since Man of Steel came." Oh God, he's still back on this fucking Man of Steel shit. Oh, I like this part about Banchester. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I gotta ban him for this. Uh, it says it's been two and a half years now since Man of Steel came out. And I guess if you won't listen to reason now, Brian, then you never will. Just to balance the argument a little, I don't totally hate Man of Steel. I like Cavill. I love the score and the cinematography was gorgeous. I want to come away, f- I want to come away from Man of Steel now. Main, thank God. Mainly because I'm sick of your bitching. Well, oh. I'm sick of your emails, so see you in a month, Chief. Uh, and just to raise a few talking points. Do you think Kylo Ren can ever be redeemed? How many times are we going to get asked this question? Yeah, I used to think so, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Don't even fucking care now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> and if so, will he survive the new trilogy? I really think uh, the only way he can truly find redemption is if he sacrificed himself to save another. How do you think we can create another credible... Oh, here we... God damn it. This guy in his question. So, uh, fucking Star Wars. Can he, Can Kylo Ren be redeemed? How, how many times? We've talked about this like 20 times. Yeah, we've yeah, talked yeah, about definitely. it. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. think he can. I believe so. I do too. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I go back and listen to those old episodes. We talked about it. Uh, how do you think we can create another credible Marvel villain? Uh, we can't. We leave that in the hands of uh, Kevin Feige. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I say we should at least have them survive more than one movie and to actually be conceived as a real threat and actually win sometimes. Take out a major player, maybe. Mm. Uh, also, not really 
Uh, here we go. Um, so that what do you, what do you, what do you think they uh, do you, uh, can they can they create another credible Marvel villain? I think it's possible. It's possible. I mean, yeah, uh, we've seen it in the TV series, but as far as the movies go, no, it, even even Jessica Jones killed off. Uh, they did kill him off. Yeah, Kilgrave. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think DC is actually definitely succeeding in that realm, whereas Marvel's still failing they miserably. Killed, they killed Zod. They killed Zod, but like even in the TV series, like Flash, especially, like I am super impressed with his with the villains in that show. Um, you know, Reverse Flash and Zoom in particular. Well, they know that they got to keep the Rogues Gallery Rogues Gallery around for for Flash. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems to be the trend. Like, I mean, even we've got, you know, we've got Daredevil and Punisher, Mm -hmm. two heroes. You know, we've got Superman, Batman. We've got Civil War. So it's kind of across the board. And I I think they've been doing that in the comics, too, a lot. Yeah, I wonder how much of a hero Punisher is going to be played off as in Daredevil Season Mm 2. I almost feel like he's in some ways going to be the villain of that series. Yeah, I think those two are going to go head-to-head, just like Punisher went head-to-head with uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, agreed. Well, I I think like we've talked about before, the clean slate – to do that would probably be Doctor Strange. You have some serious fucking powerful villains that you can mm-hmm. introduce in there that would be really scary um, and, and an actual threat, which I haven't felt from any of them at this point. So they could do it, and they could use that as the platform for it. But even Thor Ragnarok, we got Thor versus Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. What I what I want from, back to Punisher, what I want from that the Marvel, the Daredevil series mm-hmm. is like Daredevil not killing villains and then Punisher coming in to like a situation where Daredevil is like, you know, apprehending a villain or doing whatever mm-hmm. and Punisher just comes in and fucking like blasts him in the fucking head and, right. kill, and kills him. And then I want him to play like fucking uh what is that song? Is it uh Cypress Hill? Here is something you can't understand. <laughs> How I can just kill a man oh, yeah. and then just fucking Punisher walking away and shit. And Daredevil like dude, that would be dope as fuck. That, that yeah. gives me chills. I think you'll you'll see pretty much that in some way or another. That's what I want. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. I think we're gonna get that. I think like that's that's what they need to do is like uh a lot of different crime going on within Hell's Kitchen. And the Punisher showing up first or him showing up late, whatever, them just showing up at the same place before finally they have their own showdown. Right. Daredevil's like, we have to let the legal system decide. Yes. And Punisher's just blasting him in the head. That's 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 exactly, exactly what I want. Yeah. And then maybe like the next target for Punisher is Daredevil. You know? Yeah. yeah. That'd Could be cool. Be right. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, more questions from Banchester. Also, not really heard you weigh in on the whole Oscar diversity issue. Do you give a shit? Do you even consider the Academy Awards a real, uh, really credible association, reflective of the industry? And will you be watching it? Uh, can't wait to hear you guys read my email again, uh, which you know you will. Oh, God. Peace out, boys. Danchester. Banchester. Banchester. <laughs> Banned for a month there, Chief. How's yeah, it feel? Band. How's it feel? Wielding all that power. I just fucking, I ripped that infinity gauntlet off your goddamn hand and I slapped you in the face with it. <laughs> wow. Like, you know, I did one of those, I, I did one of those fucking like that, like the old handkerchief slap yeah, in the yes. face. Like the gentleman's battle. The gentleman's battle. Swat, swat in the face. <laughs> Bam. Well, actually, we podcast on Sunday, so we'll be watching the Oscars on the old DVR. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't even. I, I'll probably just look at the results. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably. Fa- I, I like Chris Rock a lot. I want to see the Chris Rock opening monologue. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's doing it this year, so that should be fun with the diversity issue as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and he said that he's rewritten a lot of his monologue material because of all the stuff that's happened with that and everything. Good. So I, I think he'll be scathing. I think that'll yeah. be fun. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, if you have to ask us where we stand on this, I'll tell you, I I do feel that there were. I don't think that Will Smith was overlooked, so he can he can boycott all he wants to. But I, I yeah. do I do feel like Beasts of No Nation and Idris Elba mm-hmm. were were overlooked. Um, so I I definitely do understand that. Um, because Beasts of No Nation, even though it was on Netflix, was 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 in theaters. Yes. Okay. I mean, it did play in theaters, even though it, you could see it at the same time in theaters that it was on Netflix. Oh, all right. Man, yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet. When did that come out? Uh, it came out like three, four months ago, something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I need to watch that shit. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it's very good. It's very good. It's uh, Idris Elba directed. and Oh, cool. It's fantastic. I, I love him. And he's like, also in it. So. Yeah. He deserves something for sure. He's He's been awesome. Straight out of Compton, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, that biopic was overlooked. And that's, yeah. a, that's a big one. I think that that movie needs to be taken more seriously. Yeah, I think it got, I think it did get a best adapted screenplay. Yeah, um, it did. But that's it. Yeah, but there should have been some maybe some uh, uh, best supporting actor. Yeah. Best actor, possibly. Ooh. Yeah, maybe so. even an F. Gary Gray Best Director nod. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What, yeah, fin- a fantastic job he did. Um, considering that The Big Short is getting so much love, and I don't understand. It, it's a good movie. Yeah. But I don't think it should be up there. I, I don't think it's better than Straight Outta Compton mm-hmm. or Beasts of No Nation, hmm. for that matter. Yeah, I mean, it's... The Academy is a bunch of stuffy old white men, so... Not anymore. Yeah, I know. They've Ever since all the uh, complaining, they kind of... We yeah. can see some changes. People, there are going to be people... There are going to be people that are grandfathered in. You mm-hmm. know, Jack Nicholson and some of these, you know, big-time actors are going to be grandfathered in, but they are going to have a more diverse Academy now. Good, mm-hmm. good. So, if this shit continues to happen, then... Yeah. Well, yeah. there's not going to be much to blame for that because then you do have a diverse group of judges. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know, it, it just movies are going to have to stand on their own. So hopefully it does. And I think these movies did stand on their own. And unfortunately, uh, you know, s- some actors and directors and movies were overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Next email comes from uh, Stephen Lovelace. Hi, Brian, Jake and Jay. I'm quite a new member of the Leftover Army. I want hey, back to Dan Chester. I hope he understands that we're just, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But he is really banned. He for is a banned for a month. Yeah. But Out of love. We love that you love the show. Yeah. We hope you continue to listen. But yeah, like for a month, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> if you need counseling, talk to Eric Marable. <laughs> yeah, he'll get you out. <laughs> you're, you're not the first to be banned. We've banned Chris Ahola, Eric yeah. Marable, Finn Dietz Creek. Still with us. Talk yeah. to those guys. Yeah, talk to those guys. You guys can start up like a little support group and shit. <laughs> like an AA. Don't don't invite and don't invite Harmon. All he'll do is talk about fucking robots. My name's Chris Ahola. God damn it! Another fucking another fucking another fucking meeting off the rails with Harmon. He's, he's over there rubbing his dick on his iPhone. He gets so worked up. <laughs> his iPhone. God. <laughs> things are hard to keep clean as it is. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, they're not hard to keep you hard though. Apparently, no. Nah, that was no. a lame joke. <laughs> I tried. You did. You know what I mean? I'm glad you went with it, yeah. at least. Yeah, fucking like meatloaf. Two out of three ain't bad. You took a lot of those. Two out of four. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, he says, Hi, Brian, Jake, and Jay. I'm quite a new member of the Leftover Army and have been listening to you guys since episode 116. 
Uh, that is new. Yeah. That yeah. is new. Uh, I was introduced to you guys by my very good mate of many years and whose beard I constantly feel emasculated by, the one and only Mr. Dan West. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. I, I'll be honest. I got to thank Dan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right here and thank Dan West. I think Dan West has been like – he's like – you know like the Army has recruiters? Yes. Yeah, he's our Army recruiter. I yeah. agree. I agree. He has brought more people on. Like we got like uh, uh, John, uh, the dude that lives in Japan. Oh, yeah. He listens to us now. Right. So because yeah. of Dan West. Yeah, he's all every, it seems like every other episode mm-hmm. someone new from Dan West recruitment yeah. has come yeah. on. That's true. I think the rest of the army is actually ashamed that they listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want people to know. You right. know what I mean? Dan is like yeah. sick in the head and proud yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we basically like we're the moped of podcasting. <laughs> You know, better than the Segway of podcasting. <laughs> Mopeds are fun to ride, but you don't want your friends to know that you ride one. Yeah, you ride it in the dark. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> he says, "I've so far managed to listen back to episode 100, but nice. it's a ta- it's a ta- it's a hard task listening to hours and hours of nonsensical crap." <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love the long episodes and the serious amount of digressing that goes on. I listen to PCL on my commute and can just about finish an episode per week. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. hilarious. It takes that long, huh? Jesus. <laughs> one a week. <laughs> You'll never catch up at that rate. There's always one more new one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've recently been watching an awesome show on Netflix UK called Black Lagoon. Hmm. Um Netflix UK and Netflix USA have totally different programming sometimes. Yes, correct. So I'll have to look and see if this is available. On Even Netflix Canada yeah. has completely different programming. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan of anime, manga, and anything animated. This is by far one of the most enjoyable animated series I've watched recently. It's so brutal and raw. Plus, I love the drawing styles. There's a lot of detail. The plot is interesting, but full of humor, too. I'm not sure if this is your thing, but I'd love to know what you guys think of it. Keep pleasuring my ear pussies, you bunch of fuck trumpets. Peace out, Stevie Lovelace. Oh, I almost forgot. Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Fuck you too, man. What a term of endearment. (laughs) He knows us. Yeah. He knows us. He gets it. Dude, you had me at funk trumpets. (laughs) Black Lagoon, huh? Yeah. Black Lagoon. Sounds interesting. I wonder it's not on American Netflix. Or I don't know. Don't I'm going to have to check. I'll check American Netflix. Maybe uh, maybe even check like uh, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Maybe even fucking Hulu. Who knows? Yeah. I'll look into it. That sounds good. I've been trying to watch more anime and whatnot lately, so I'll yeah. check it out. Next email comes from Wilderness John. Uh, My name's Wilderness. <laughs> Wilderness yeah, dude, John. Yeah, uh, should I talk in that voice? You should. Yes. <laughs> Wilderness John. <laughs> I bet he has like a fucking like uh I bet dude, I bet he has like a Harmon beard. Oh yeah. But he doesn't want to fuck robots. Right. He's just he, a normal no, dude. Yeah, dude. He's like a he's like he, he's no, he's like a he's a fucking warm blooded American. Mm-hmm. I wanna fuck real women. Yeah. <laughs> Harmon's over there wanting to fuck little robots and shit. <laughs> yeah, give me <laughs> <laughs> this guy's trying to find the G spot. Harm is trying to find like the G circuit, <laughs> the G motherboard. <laughs> Insert. <laughs> uh, Harmon can't get it up, and he calls it a floppy disk. <laughs> nice. This one comes from Wilderness John. Yeah, Wilderness John. I started listening when the Force Awakens came out. This podcast is not at all what I expected, but I'm hooked. I enjoy it. <laughs> I. 
He's wearing flannel. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, he yeah. Is. That's exactly how I saw he, him in my head. He, yeah. He looks like the guy on the fucking brawny paper towel roll. Yep. Yeah. He looks like that guy. It looks like that guy and the Marlboro Man. Their love child. He's right. got a big wad of chew in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Skulls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a fire, right? Like yeah. he's got his own fire going. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I caught the fire too. <laughs> Spitting in between sentences. And he makes every anything leather. He made it. He fucking killed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He killed it. And he <laughs> fucking made it himself. Skinned it, cleaned it. He's got, like, rattlesnake boots and shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. From rattlesnakes that he fucking killed by biting their goddamn heads off. <laughs> he bit their goddamn heads off. Man, and you I... know what he did? He fucking drank the venom. Wow. Damn, our listeners. Yeah, I know. Some wilderness problem. wilderness fucking John. Yeah. Living in, the, living in the fucking mountains of Montana and shit. <laughs> fucking wrestling cougars and bears and shit. God. And then listening to us in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> we must seem like a bunch of pussies. Yeah. This guy fucked an American Eagle. Oh, <laughs> I love America. <laughs> fucking feathers flying all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> Wilderness John. <laughs> this guy is like the anti Francis Scott Key. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. writing songs. You got time for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's writing songs. The fuck's a song? A songwriter. <laughs> Wilderness John's out there fucking ripping cougars apart with his bare goddamn hands. <laughs> like a real fucking man. <laughs> fucking a bald eagle. I know that part killed me too. <laughs> I wonder if that bald eagle's name was Kelly Claiborne. <laughs> Why does Kelly Claiborne have no hair? <laughs> we talked about it earlier. <laughs> All right, he says, I enjoyed listening to your... <laughs> so I'm sorry, I tried. I enjoy listening to your mindless banter just as much as I enjoy almost all of your content you review. My favorite bit is when you berate those one-star reviews. Fuck those guys. <laughs> wow. Fuck you guys, too. Whoa! Thoughts. <laughs> Wilderness John. Oh, man. That was great. All right. What a great email. What a great email, yep. dude. I fucking love Wilderness John. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> pretty awesome. Can he, can he be on the podcast? You remember like, you remember Beefs and Butthead, how much they looked up to Todd? Yeah. yeah. Fucking this guy's my fucking Todd. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Wilderness John could have my spot if he ever wants to come on the show. Jesus. Jeez, dude, wow. Brian's dating disasters. I want fucking uh, Wilderness John to be my fucking wingman. Yeah. Yeah. God. Actually, I'll send him on the fucking date. <laughs> he did awesome God for damn you. Damn it. I bet, dude, I bet this guy's just got panty trappers all around him. Nailed it for you, Brian. Yeah. Miles <laughs> well, Wilderness John on the Facebook page, too? I, I hope so. Yeah. We need to he, no, he needs his own goddamn Facebook page. He does. He's Wilder. no Banchester. We want, I want more Wilderness yeah. John. Yeah, I'm not, dude, you know, he keeps it simple and he keeps it short. Yeah, yeah. But not in the bedroom with the ladies. Oh, shit. It's an all-night endeavor for those women. Yeah. They don't know what they're fucking in for. <laughs> Survivalist training. He's like, I'm going to give you the old screaming eagle. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah. That's when he's fucking a woman and she screeches like an eagle at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my eagle. <laughs> That's a great impression. That was a great <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the final email of the regular email segment. We do have emails coming up throughout the Marvel News and DC News that are Marvel DC related. Jake, this is an interesting email. Oh, yes. Yeah, very interesting email. It comes from Melvin Kiffs. 
Melvin Kiss. What a name. What a name. Good old Melvin. 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 <laughs> I'm Melvin. Yeah. You know what? I, I think Melvin might be, and we'll get to this later. Melvin, this is kind of a spiteful email, isn't it? Yes, yes. A little, I, bit of a little bit of a spiteful email here. You, you gave me the old forward on this. So I did I, give you the forward. I, I've read this already. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. guy, a little, little bit angry. Mm-hmm. Or is he? I don't even know anymore. We don't know. We don't know. We, what we do know, though, and we'll get to it, but I do, I do want to give a little foreshadowing, is that he is a wrestling fan, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Big-time wrestling fan. Big-time wrestling fan. Yeah. I hope that Melvin – see, Melvin knows that we read all these emails on the podcast. Um, and uh, so Melvin sent us a really shitty email. <laughs> And Melvin, have once, you heard this, Jay? No, no, not yet. Not no, yet. Melvin, it's it's fucking it's like uh, amateur night, amateur comedy night, and Melvin thinks that he's on stage, oh, no. and he wants everybody to hear his fucking spiteful email. So I hope Melvin, Melvin, I hope, sir, that you have contacted friends and family and said, oh, I can't wait for this next podcast where these guys are going to read it, because you know what? You're a fucking sham. You're an unoriginal fucking bastard. And apparently a wrestling fan. Yes, yes. Yeah. So let's start off with our Melvin Kiss email. Jake, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All I'm right, ready. Here we go. Hey, Leftovers. My name is Mel. He meant to say my name is Mel, but he typed in Imey. Yes. Imey name is Mel. Imey <laughs> name is Mel. No. <laughs> fucking spell check should be your fucking middle name, you son of a bitch. Imey name is Mel. My name is Mel, and... And he didn't even put an I in I've. He just left a, 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 a I guess apostrophe V-V-E is a fucking word. You fucking idiot. My name is Mel and I type really fast and I don't fucking spell check shit. Okay, anyway. My name is Mel and I've been a fan since the Star Wars episodes. Wow, so he's been with us for a while. Yes, yes. Been with us for fucking like ten episodes. I would hate to make this guy upset. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Can't, can't lose this motherfucker. God forbid we lose this guy as a fucking fan. He's been with us so goddamn long. Uh, I've been a fan since the Star Wars episodes and I've got to say I really enjoy the podcast. I've since gone back and listened to many episodes and... Always have a good time doing so. However, I feel the need to address something. There's no easy way to say it, so I'll just say it. There's something that bothers me so bad, I can't help it. So I'll lay it out for you. It's the Captain Phasma of the Leftovers. That's right. Jake. Mm. Wow. I know. Oh, right. Wow. Nah, he's calling you out there, man. Brutal. That's yeah. a fucking bold statement. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, CM Punk. Jake, while Brian's reading this and you sit there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you can possibly be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this. before, Because before I stop listening to this podcast, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. Brian, yeah. Let me just relax here real quick. Yeah, pull up a seat for this Ooh, one. Ooh, fuck. Brian, Jason, etc. I don't hate you. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most podcast hosts on the net. I hate Jake. Mm. This idea that he's the best. <laughs> because Jake, you're not. <laughs> Kevin Smith is the best. He's the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than him, 
and that's kissing Brian's ass. Oh, you're as good at kissing Brian's ass as Dan was. I don't know if you're as good as Frank, though. <laughs> He's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. Oops, just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> oh! oh! Comedy break. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> oh, fucking Melvin broke the fourth wall there. Oh my goodness. Look out. <laughs> fucking, anyway, you are the worst. And he puts this in quotes. Yes. Host in the world. You've been the worst ever since day one when you walked into this stupid business. <laughs> <laughs> this is a business, guys. I know. No, 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 no. He he had to use that word. Yeah, because yeah. It'll, it'll come up later. Okay. It'll come up later. And I vilified and hated you since that day because Brian took pity and did something that no one else wanted to do. That's right. We all know you're a Brian guy. You know who else was a Brian guy? That British guy from the Star Wars episode. And he split just like I'm splitting. <laughs> but the biggest difference between me and him is that I'm going to leave without ever having to hear you say, hi, taste it ever again. <laughs> I've listened to you belittle so many of Zack Snyder and uh, Zack Snyder's and DC Entertainment's amazing soon to be movies and TV shows that it's finally dawned on me that you're just that a Marvel fuckboy. <laughs> They're oversized Pixar movies, Jake. The only thing that's real is DC Entertainment and the fact that day in and day out for over two months, I've listened to everybody in the world ignore the fact that you shit on DC and their accomplishments in comics, on TV, and in movies you haven't even seen. Nobody can touch them. And yet, no matter how many times they prove it, you still say, oh, I'm tossing this trailer. <laughs> Batman isn't on your lovely little collector's cup. The Flash isn't on your Hulu recently watch list. However, your Hawkeye pop is the greatest pop of all time. You don't care about the movies. You can't be bothered with any crappy show on the CW network. And Jared Leto Joker is gonna suck. Yeah, I'm tossing it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jake. Nintendo is not the signature game console that produces hours of entertainment at the start of the day. It's not even on the radar. And Super Mario Maker is your game of the year? The fact of the matter is, it shouldn't be. And trust me, this isn't sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nintendo and Marvel as much as the next guy. How about line? <laughs> mm -hmm. Sounds oh, like it. I think we'll hear it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the fact that Civil War is the main event of your life this year and Batman v Superman isn't makes me sick. Makes me sick. Makes me, makes him sick. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, let me get something straight. Brian, Jason, Leftover Army, and anyone else agreeing with me and are cheering me right now. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Jason, Leftover Army, and anyone else agreeing with me and are cheering me right now. You are just as big a part of the problem as anyone else because you're the ones listening to the bullshit pop stories. <sighs> and watching those godforsaken unboxing videos, you're the ones that listen to his bullshit and decide, yeah, Batman v Superman is going to suck because some guy on the internet said so. Even though you know they're wrong and instead of doing something about it, like writing a strongly worded email, you're going to go home and fap to Rule 34 Funko Porn because you're too beta 
to do something about it. <laughs> I'm done listening to PCL after this next episode, uh, after this next podcast. And hell, who knows? Maybe I'll go tune into the DC Movie News podcast. Maybe I'll go back to the League of Geeks. Hey, Sean, Alil, and Steven, how you doing? Anyway, the reason I'm leaving is because is you people. The, oh, the reason I'm leaving is you people because after I'm gone, you're still going to keep listening to this podcast. Hell, I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's gonna keep turning. Hell, I'm gonna repeat that. Hell, <laughs> I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's gonna keep turning. And I understand that. Jake's going to stay on this podcast despite himself. He's a <laughs> deep-throating Kevin Feige Marvel fuckboy. <laughs> and you know why he is? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical douchebag yes-men. It's like he's filling in the blanks, Jake. I know, I know, I know. It's almost like he's fucking, like he's... It's like Mad Libs. It's like, yeah. It's, it's WWE it, Mad Libs. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking WWE plagiarizer. Yeah. So sad. I mean, you'll understand this in a moment, Leftover Army. He understands it now, and I hope your friends are listening. <laughs> I hope I hope you fucking turned all your friends onto this fucking episode, you unoriginal fuck. <laughs> it's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical douchebag yes-men, like Jay, who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear and not argue with him. And I'd like to think <laughs> that maybe this podcast will be better after Jake is dead. But the fact... <laughs> I know. Wow. But, but the fact is, it's just going to get taken over by his non-educated friend Frank and his Marvel fuckboy crew. <laughs> Remember this last part, guys. Oh, he yeah. says, he says, he says, it's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical douchebag yes-men like Jay, who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear and not argue with him. And I'd like to think that maybe this podcast will be better after Jake is dead. But the fact is, it's just going to get taken over by his non-educated friend Frank and his Marvel fuckboy crew. One more thing, it's not fun to hate Batman v Superman or Zack Snyder. Knock it off, Brian. One bad trailer doesn't mean a bad movie. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Goodbye, Jason, Brian, Frank, and the left over army everyone else fuck you from your former listener melvin kiss oh be sad to hear him go feel free to chime in chief yeah i mean honestly once once i realized that this was all just plagiarized wwe cm punk bullshit i don't even i don't even take any of it seriously yeah like it's like honestly it just feels like a troll job like i'm not offended by any of this i got the clip ready to go (laughs) (laughs) like i would if, if this was this guy's original speech like if this was like his actual from brain to yeah. pen thoughts, yeah. then yeah, sure, I'd waste time like responding to this stuff. But yeah. it's like, I don't, it, all the sincerity is like thrown out the window. When this you, guy is such an original, unoriginal fuck, and he doesn't have a, a, a real thought in his own head. Yeah. And he can't be a smartass on his own that he has to plagiarize a WWE wrestler. <laughs> I am going to play this. Basically, yeah, you called it WWE Mad Libs. Yeah, it's crazy. Guys, uh, like, back away from the mic because I want people to hear this. I know you might laugh or whatever, but I'm going to play this. This is CM Punk in a match with John Cena from 2011, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, here we go. It'll be playing here in a moment. 
John Cena speared. John Cena, while you you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. You're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne, though. He's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I am the best wrestler in the world. I've been the best ever since day one when I walked into this company. And I've been vilified and hated since that Business. day. Because Paul Heyman saw something <laughs> in me that nobody else wanted to admit. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar. And he split, just like I'm splitting. But the biggest difference between me and Brock is I'm going to leave with the WWE Championship. It's worth the word. I've grabbed so many of Vincent K. McMahon's imaginary brass rings that it's finally dawned on me that if they're just that, they're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out for almost six years I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. And yet, no, how many, no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your lovely little collector cups. I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted. I don't get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network. I'm not on the poster of WrestleMania. I'm not in the signature that's produced at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien, I'm not on Jimmy Fallon, but the fact of the matter is I should be, and trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Oh, hey, let, let me get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are just the biggest part of me leaving as anything else. Because you're the ones that are sipping out of those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at 5 in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job. 
I'm leaving with the WWE Championship on July 17th. And who knows, maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Or the League of Geeks. <laughs> hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? Hey, Sean. The yeah. reason I'm leaving is you people Because after I'm gone You're still going to pour money into this company I'm just a spoke on the wheel The wheel's going to keep turning And I understand that But Vince McMahon's going to make money Despite himself He's a millionaire who should be A billionaire You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself With glad-handing Nonsensical Yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead. But the fact is, it's, it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. All right, there it is. Wow. Yeah, hilarious. Are we still recording? We're still recording. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I can't take any of it seriously. Yeah. It's like he just did what he had to do to plug into this Sea of Pug speech. Right. So it's like, I don't even know if he really feels this way or if he just thought it was hilarious to, uh. Oh, he feels this way, but he, he can't, he's, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the brain capacity to come up with anything that funny yeah. or original. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I really enjoy the speech. They're not going to know that it came from this speech. Uh, because the speech was given like five years ago, yeah. I'm going to use it because I'm an unoriginal fuck, and it's going to be you know I'm going to I'm going to go out uh, you know I'm going to go out like a badass. Yeah, but exactly. He, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I showed the email to my half brother because it's it's hilarious. Yeah, and I'm like you got to see this. This is so fucking funny yeah. how worked up this guy gets over some fucking silly shit. Right. Yeah. And he instantly he's like he's like this is. The famous sea of spokes, sea of punk, like pipe bob speech. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he sent me the link, and I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's great. word it's for fucking word. word. And I and like instantly texted you. I was like, dude, yeah. you have to watch this video. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go one step further. I'm actually going to what I'm gonna do is I'm going to uh, copy and paste his email. Yeah, and uh, on our website, you'll be able to go there, and I'll link uh, the YouTube video. Nice. So you can read this jackass's uh, email and then you can watch the video yourself and match everything up. I'll put that on our website. Nice. Also, I'm going to put it on our website with uh, some of Luther Shaver's written thoughts. Oh, nice. Uh, his response. So you'll definitely want to check that out. We're going to take a quick break, but I will leave you in the good hands of Luther Shaver. Now, oh, there you go. What's happening, Leftovers and Leftover Army? It's your boy, Lou Shave, hollering at you one, one more time. I'm just sitting here. Hanging the fuck out, thinking to myself, I really can't represent the leftovers, the leftover army. I can't stand here and say, hey, I speak for Jake, I speak for Brian, I speak for Jay, I speak for Frank, I speak for Dave, I speak for the collective leftover army, all the leftouts. I can't do that. But actually right now, <laughs> I actually can. You know why? Because your name is Melvin, dude. <laughs> You can run your mouth and you can talk all the stuff you want. But at the end of the conversation, your name is still Melvin. So fuck you, Melvin. Eat a big old bag of maritime dick. Fuck you, Melvin. What up?
All right. Hey, we are back. Hey, guys. Oops. It looks like we broke the fourth wall. Oh. oh. We, it looks like we broke a fourth wall within a fourth wall. That's like 16 walls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can rip off other material, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as hard as it seems. What an unoriginal fuck. Oh, yeah. That's fucked what up. a fucking piece of shit. That's fucked up. Fucking Jacobania is going to fucking run wild all over, all over here. <laughs> Jake is a real American. <laughs> books of books of bald eagle like a <laughs> wilderness John. Yeah, wilderness John. I love wilderness John. Wilderness John is my favorite listener. Now. I love. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move away from uh, our de- our favorite WWE plagiarizer <laughs> and uh, move on to uh, good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. All right, first thing I want to talk about in good pop, bad pop uh, after I go over our rating system is eleven twenty two sixty three. But we are going to be rating certain things in good pop, bad pop. And if you're not familiar with our rating system, I want you to be uh, when I can find it. Here we go. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. You know what? It's a good thing that we have uh, Jake on the podcast because 112263, I think this is something that I want to hear your thoughts on, Jake. Okay. Um you know, talk about you know the creative team and who's involved and uh, your your history with eleven twenty two sixty three. You know where people can find this if uh, if they haven't watched it. Yeah, it's on uh, it's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original series. Um, it, unlike the Netflix model, they're doing one episode. I believe they actually hit midnight on Sundays, mm. like right at the twelve oh one mark. Hulu puts the episode up. Right. So if you're one of those people that want to stay up late, if you're that into it, yeah, you can get it that way. It's yeah. um. It's an eight-part series. Eight-part series. Yeah. They're not going to under dome under the dome this shit. Now, the second episode is it going to be as long as the first one? The first one was about an hour and twenty minutes long. That's unknown to me. Okay, unknown to me. I'm not sure if episode length will be an hour for every episode, or if it'll kind of be like the American Horror Story, story model, where yeah. it's just as long as it needs to be every right. given week. Right. Unsure about that. Okay. I, I'm curious about that myself. I okay. was wondering that myself. Yeah. Um. It's um executive produced by Stephen King and J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. uh, starring James Franco in the lead. Uh, yeah. Chris Cooper, you know, was in the first episode yes. and whatnot. And yeah, based off a Stephen King book that came out about, I don't know, like six, seven years ago. And uh, I was really looking forward to this. Um, it's one of my favorite Stephen King books. Um, I thought he kind of hit a lull after he had his ordeal where he got hit while he was jogging by the drunk driver. Yeah. And I thought this was one of the first books that was, that was a real return to form for Stephen King, where it was really firing on all cylinders. It wasn't your typical horror story. It was more of a examination of time travel mm-hmm. and uh, consequence and can you change the past and should you change Some the Some horror past? elements in it. In the show, yeah, a little bit okay. more than the book. Okay. So yeah. that was a little weird to me. I, I don't know. You want me to rate this thing? Absolutely. This was a taste it for me. I really wanted it to be a Tupperware. Mm-hmm. I was like on the edge of my seat for this fucking thing because I love the book so much. And I hate to be that guy, but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way after reading the book okay like i kind of felt like it was way too fast paced compared to the book like that we were just blazing through shit Mm -hmm. like it's like at this pace i don't even see why it's eight episodes like it should be like three episodes 
like as fat we're we're doing shit that's like more than halfway through the book in the first episode wow which really kind of blew me away okay. i thought the um and like you said like the horror elements yeah. in the show like that that was all show it was really weird like the whole uh cockroach scene to jump mm-hmm. to it real quick like that doesn't happen in the book i felt like that was a mo- like a hey this is stephen king moment mm-hmm. and that was really weird to me I thought the the character. Do you think that, do you think that that's and, and like from listening to you now? I'm thinking like that's just because like it, maybe his name's attached to this thing. They felt like they had to go that route. Yeah, I feel like that is the that is the case. Right. And that, that was kind of weird to me. I thought the character um, exploration was kind of lacking in this. Mm-hmm. It was kind of disappointing to me. In the uh, in the book, you fall in love with the character that James mm-hmm. Franco plays, uh, Jake. And, um, you're, you're not trying to sound like sour grapes, are you? No, no, no. I don't know. And Jake, I, you're, Jake, you're just a spoke in the wheel, right? I'm just a spoke in the wheel. I so mean, the even wheel- if Stephen King is dead, this show's going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're still listening, you fucking fuck sack. Stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, I hope this show can become a Tupperware for me. I still have high hopes for it that maybe it was a little bit of like the first episode just trying to like cram in what the main story is going to be okay and it's going to kind of revert a little bit more back to what i love from the book more yeah i felt like the show was a little bit more focused on the conspiracy of jfk than the book was too Hmm. like that is a part of the book but it's it's just kind of towards the end it looks like the focus has shifted yeah towards the end the focus has shifted yeah yeah And, and the book does so much more with the like with him experimenting with the time travel and mm-hmm. the resetting before yeah. he ever like just dives in head first to it, right? Like, um, I, I, we're doing spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah we're doing spoilers. I, I want Jay to rate it, and, and I don't want you to lose your train of thought, though. Okay, yeah, I won't. I want that wheel to keep on turning. I know, you, I know, you're just a spoke in said wheel, but I want this wheel to keep on turning no matter what. Even though Jay's just one of your fucking yes men. Yeah. I'm curious as to what Jay will think. Of course, Jay's obviously just going to taste it like I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even need to do this, right? I'm only here to yes you. Right. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's also fair to point out that just because there's one bad episode, it doesn't mean that the whole thing going to be bad. It's not fun to trash this. Right, so knock it off, Brian. Yeah. Stupid fuck. <laughs> Stupid plagiarizing WWE son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Fucking I, I want to thank you for giving me my chance to podcast too, Brian. <laughs> for inviting me into this world, into, into this, this business. business. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Which which he changed. He did change that word. Oh, yeah. It was originally company and he changed it to business. So, right. yeah, it kind of, it kind of, we kind of, we kind of lost the fucking trail there. <laughs> we kind of lost the trail there, man. We thought you actually had an original idea bouncing around your stupid fucking head you son of a bitch <laughs> all right jay all right yes man jay <laughs> um uh, yeah i'm just gonna uh i'm just gonna say this was a total tupperware for me um i you know i i wasn't familiar with this material until you brought it up so yeah. um i didn't know this was a stephen king property or anything like that um so going into it, it was pretty fresh for me and um i loved it man i i do, do you kiss more ass than Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> More than Hulk Hogan. Oh, I didn't think and he's a good that. ass kisser. <laughs> and he's a good ass kisser. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the story, of course, really fucking interests me. I've always been intrigued by that whole, you know, by the whole assassination. And I do feel like, you know, part of what the show was trying to convey, at least from my point of view, was that times this this of course was the time of innocence for this country, mm-hmm. and that got shattered. And because of that 
we're in what we are now, which isn't a really good place. So, you know, with his assassination, we went into Vietnam. The military-industrial complex became more of a thing. Mm -hmm. So to me, like, I think they really portrayed that. Like, everything looked way different. You could even see in the lighting between the two, you know, Mm. between now and back then. You know, it looked like the air was cleaner, the food tasted better, everything looked like it should look. And that, to me... Sandy was nicer? Yeah, Sandy was nicer. (laughs) But that, to me... Oh, God, that was crazy. Yeah. But that, to me, like, I was like, wow, this is exactly what I pictured it would look like in that time period. So I think they fucking nailed that. I agree. Um, The production was a Tupperware. Yeah. Um, I do love James Franco's character. I, I... I don't know, like, where he goes in this. So, like, for me, I, I like where he's at so far. Um, I do feel they did rush it a little bit. You know, they tried to jam in, this is the time travel principles, and we didn't really get to know him very well before that. I do love Al, though. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's fucking phenomenal, like, as, you know, being this cancer-ridden, you know, guy who did this I, I, time travel. I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit here. I think we got to – I think I got a good feeling who this guy was. He has – I, I felt like I knew who he was. They, they they established his relationship with the with the guy, with the slower guy at the school. Yes, and then we know that his life right now is kind of crazy, going through this divorce. Right, and so I felt like this is the perfect distraction for him in his life right now. Yeah, and I felt like that's all I really needed to know about James Franco's character. Is yeah. like he just went through a divorce. This guy died. This is like the perfect distraction. This this gives him meaning in his life right now. That's a good point. That's all I. F- that's what I got away from it. Right. That's all I felt that I needed from his character, and that and that, I think that that right there kind of like the momentum works for me. So I'm going to jump in and say yeah. I, I give it a Tupperware. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the back history with this. Yeah. I loved how they dove into this whole. This whole story, this guy, the diner, I, I, I loved everything, how he walked through the, I do have some problems with this story though. Oh yeah, definitely. I, the whole story in general, I think there are plot holes. Okay. Yes. So basically this guy, he goes through, he walks through, uh, th- this guy owns this diner and in this back closet of this diner, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, kind of like the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. He, yes. You walk through the closet and next thing you know, yeah, as soon as you walk far enough, you, you land in, uh, 1960. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now he's in 1960 and so he, has the chance to change thing in history. But the guy has been warned that history can push back sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so he was trying to find out if Lee Harvey Oswald was the one that killed Kennedy. So if he can find out if Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy, if you kill Lee Harvey Oswald, that negates everything that happened. Kennedy lives and then American history is changed. Yeah. Okay. So the other guy that went before him, the guy that owned the diner? Yeah, Al. Al. He said that he saw Lee Harvey Oswald as he got off the plane coming back to America two years after he arrived in 1960 Mm -hmm. when Lee Harvey Oswald came back to to America. I was thinking to myself right then and there, if you want to find out if Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy, at that very moment, as soon as you see him, put a gun to his head, blow his brains out, get in the getaway car – Go back to the diner area. Go back to where the diner was, where the which the, the the closet is. That's a good point. Go back once you go back. If you see that JFK had survived it and then died in said year, and history's been changed, then you know that he that he was the one that killed him. If you go back and he's still dead, 
that eliminates him. Just go right back into it and then find out who did it. Right. Yeah. Um, in the book, Jake asked this exact question. Okay. Like almost word from word. Right. From what you're saying. Yeah. Jake says this to Al. Yeah. Yeah. And Al basically explains like that. For one, it's like that's in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would have to kill Lee Harvey Oswald in plain daylight. Oh, and the cops. And would, then make yeah. it all the way back to Maine right. to be able to get back through the, the, the loophole mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it yeah. to get back into the diner. And then it just wasn't it just wasn't possible for him to do all that. Well and he couldn't also he also had conscience issues with it. Mm-hmm. That until he was more than ninety five percent sure Lee acted alone. Yeah. He couldn't just bring himself to shooting this guy. Well, that's why he needs to drive like a fucking Lamborghini <laughs> yeah. through the fucking entryway. What's he need to get? What's the car? Uh, the Prius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs, I guess that's not available in Invent 1962. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make one and then do it. I, so, I, I don't know. Since I've never read the book yeah. and watching this pilot, I loved it. I watched it twice. Nice. Me too. I watched it uh, on Tuesday and then I watched it again last night. Um, I loved the show. The one part that I did not like was the part with the cockroaches. I thought it was silly. Yeah, I thought that part was super silly too. Yeah, yeah I just wish they would have, like, like I said in the book, they just had so much more fun with the time travel. Like, Al doesn't die as quickly in the book. Mm-hmm. And Al, like, waits there in the diner while Jake makes, like, two or three different trips hmm. and, like, kind of explores around and figures things out. And well, everything. I mean, this has got to be a little bit of, ex- uh, I mean, you must love the book then for them to, to change it and it upsets you. Yeah. Sometimes changes and things can like it, it like in The Walking Dead for example, yeah. which we'll talk about later, but in The Walking Dead there are changes made from, you know, comic to TV and some of the people that have read the comic enjoy those changes because you don't want to know what's always happening. Agreed, agreed. And I felt like this was more of like a Walking Dead translation yeah. than say like a like a Game of Thrones translation right. that right. it was like we're going to keep the ideas but we're going to Try to some new things with the story and yeah. everything, and but you just don't think it worked as well. Yeah, I didn't fall in love with. I think the James Franco thing. Like, I like James Franco too, but yeah. I just kind of I don't know. Like, he didn't have any characterization to me at all in this pilot. Like, mm. I just felt no connection to the character at all. It just felt like he was like, ah, fuck it, let's go on this fucking adventure that's going to take up four years of my life. Well, I felt like after that guy died and what he said, he felt like he took it on as his personal mission. Yes. And then when he saw that it had killed the family, when time pushed back mm-hmm. and it had killed the family, not not killed the family, but killed the, hurt the, killed the boy. Yes. In the house. Um, Harry. Harry. That he felt like, well, you know what? Fuck this. I can, I can, I can change something, and I can help my buddy out. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was some simple book stuff that, like, they could have added in. Like, I thought in the book that they make a big deal about once Al dies, mm-hmm. the restaurant reverts back to the bank, and they're putting an LLB in there. And neither of the characters, Jake and Al, are they're very unsure whether the time traveling device can survive. Knocking the trailer down and building an LL Bean. They're pretty, they're pretty sure that it won't even exist anymore once that happens. Right. And I feel like just mentioning that kind of puts, gives him more of a motive that he needs to, especially after Al dies, mm-hmm. that he needs to get his ass in fucking gear. Yeah. Cause he's only got X amount of days before this fucking restaurant even exists and he can travel. That's cause time. I, I, honestly, I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, if something goes wrong in this time, he can always just go back and reset it. He's, he's only a few days in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's another thing about, um, killing 
um, Lee Harvey Oswald is you got to in the book you don't go in until 58. You yeah. jump in on 58. So you're waiting the four years to 62 just to even see hmm. Lee Harvey show up in America. Okay. And then if if you go you, if you test it, that's still four years. Right. And that's still four years off your life. Even though you come back two minutes later, yeah. Yeah. you have still aged four years. Well, that's why uh, that's why uh, Al came back with cancer. Yeah, and that's why he looks so shitty. And, and I'm wondering, like, part of me is like wondering, like, is go is the time is the time travel part of time travel time part of that pushing back from time trying mm-hmm. to change time did. Did that give him cancer? It did not. Okay. I mean, at least in the book. I mean, okay. he smoked three packs a day, they tell you in the book. Right. And so he, he pretty much gave it to himself. Okay. And it, I mean, God, if you're in the 60s, you're smoking on airplanes and shit. Yeah. So. Well, especially if he's gambling and stuff. You saw that. You yeah. know, the bar, everyone's smoking and drinking. I, I love the look of the of the 60s. I think oh, they did a great man. job. Oh, I, I love the part where he's actually like uh, – um, what is it? He is, uh, I think he's like eating, uh, eating some corn on the cob. Oh yeah. And he looks at a sign. He's looking at a road sign and it's a, it's an ad for, uh, Nixon. Yeah. And it says, uh, nobody can lick our dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just laughs or smiles. Yeah. <laughs> because back then they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have thought about it that way. No, yeah. no. They, they were clean minded. They, they weren't listening to pop culture leftovers yeah. <laughs> and having yeah. their brains fucking yeah. warped and fucked up. One of my favorite parts is like the, the whole, uh, the, the, the when he placed a bet. Yeah. I thought that was great. I like that part a lot too. And then and, he got out of Dodge. I like when he bought the car a lot. I thought that yeah. was a fun moment. Well, when he used his iPhone to knock that guy out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was playing the parrot with the song. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was great. I love it when people, when they show in these movies, when people from the past react to something from the future. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like in Back to the Future, for example, like when they see the DeLorean and they think it's like a spaceship or yeah. like when Marty McFly shows up and he's wearing like the radioactive suit and he calls himself Dark Vader yeah. from yeah. the planet. Vulcan and he plays Van Halen. And I, I thought this whole thing had a very Back to the Future vibe. That, yeah. I mean, my favorite stuff in this show was definitely the "We're Back in the '60s" mm-hmm. with James Franco and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm holding out. I'm gonna keep. Nothing's gonna stop me from watching this show. Right. It just wasn't like I was expecting perfection. And I'll be honest with you. I'm glad I haven't read the book then because, yeah. like, it may have affected my rating as as it did yours. Because yeah. I, I loved this. I watched it two times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was. Phenomenal! I love this. So yeah, I like I said, maybe maybe as a whole, I'll change my opinion. Yeah. But just one episode in, I was kind of like, oh, yeah. They kind of goofed it up a bit. Got a question for you, guys. Let's say you find out that uh, in uh, uh, Jay's bathroom, if you walk into, <laughs> if you if, if you walk in if if you walk into his if you get into his tub, <laughs> and and, uh, and <laughs> all of a sudden if you, if you turn on the Turn on the shower and shit. It fucking, it takes you to 1960. What's the first? What's the first? Thing? What, what are you? What are you gonna do? Oh, man, I'm asking you guys. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go get some apple pie. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing that, like, man, I was just my mouth was watering at just the thought of how good the food probably was. Yeah, like, all that lard and no preservatives. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm doing. What are you gonna do? I'm buying Marvel comics. <laughs> Oh yeah, good call. Good call. I'm, buying, I'm buying Marvel comics, man. I'm fucking buying Fantastic Four number one. I'm yeah. buying X Men number one. You're getting five I, cent packs of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I wonder. Like to me, like I took away from it, and I'm sure it's not what the book's trying to convey. But for me, I think the show's trying to convey the fact that you know, a number one. The past does push back. The past is still with us today. I mean, we still have lots of things we've taken from that that shouldn't still be around, but it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not. it does not want to be changed. So, like, A, there's that. But, B, I think the main thing that, for me, it was that 
times, in a, you know, there weren't, you know, of course we had a lot of problems with racism back then, way worse than we do now, so that wasn't a good thing. But everything else just seemed to be like, man, we were on to something, and then it got lost because of what happened with Kennedy. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying, that's the main point with the show at least, is that if we if we only had done something back then, then now would be a lot different. Yeah, that's definitely one of the points. I'm really excited for the second episode, though. Um, Jake trying to stop um, the murder of yes. Harry's mom yes. and his two brothers and sister. Me too. was one of my favorite sequences in the book. Okay. So I'm really excited for that part. I am looking forward to it too. I am, uh, you know, uh, where the end episode ended, you know, he's kind of like scoping out the property scene, you know, looking at the kids, looking at the mom and like, who, what, what's the name of the gentleman? Harry. Harry. He's the only one that survived this ordeal. Yes, yeah. yes. His, his dad murdered his entire family with a fucking hammer. hammer. Yeah. Yeah, hit him in the leg and broke his leg and hit him in the head and kind of made him a little bit slow and everything. Kind of made me think, like, there's that one part at the beginning of the of the show where he says, like, yeah, when you run this school, then you can give me a promotion. And it's like, it's making me think, like, oh, yeah. if he saves him, like, like well, you know, where is he? If he saves the whole family and gives this guy a normal life after, you know, as normal as you can get after your father tries to murder you mm-hmm. if, if everybody survives and he lives with his mother and his brothers and sisters like where is he going to be in life you know it, it makes me wonder and it, but on the flip side it's like can there be there can't be any kind of like thankfulness for him he might i don't i don't know it's going to change his life too yeah yeah he's not gonna maybe he's not gonna have the relationship that he has with harry no, right. he, I mean in an altered. Yeah, th- that's the reason Harry's getting his GED is because yeah. he couldn't finish school because right. all that happened and everything. Yeah. Will he just finish school like a normal kid? Yeah. Like, what will his life be? Will it be for the better? Right. Like maybe his life is surprisingly better the way things turned out now. Yeah, it's it's hard saying. It's hard saying. And so I, I assume we're gonna see him have to hit the reset button mm-hmm. and see him come back to modern day. Yeah. At least I, I have a feeling that the show's not going to just all the way through we're in the 60s till the end. Right. I feel like we're going to at least get one or two more reset buttons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so, he's so, he, he just started this journey too. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited. I don't want to spoil anything because I, I mean. Feel, I feel like you did a little bit. <laughs> a little, little bit. A little yeah. bit. I'm, I'm kind of hurting right now. Sorry. Guys, no. Um, did you guys ever see – this reminded – this the, the episode did make me think of an episode of another show that I had watched years ago. Did you guys ever watch the episode of Quantum Leap? I've seen them all. Where he went back and tried to save Kennedy? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I did. I don't One remember. of the best episodes of Quantum Leap ever. It is a good one. Um and it, and what happens is at the end of the episode, spoilers for a twenty year old show, but he does uh, not save John F. Kennedy, and uh, he he goes back and he's like, you know, I didn't change anything, mm-hmm. and he's like, and then what what what's the old dude's name? Oh, Al again. Al Al goes, <laughs> Al goes Sam, but you you did you did. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best. Ziggy Al. Ziggy says yeah Ziggy says you did change something. He's like he's like Jackie Jackie Kennedy was supposed to die. 
Hmm. Jackie Onassis was actually supposed to die that day. He's like, you did change things. I see. Nice. So, oh boy. I always thought, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> I, mean, I, I always loved that episode for it. For that, I thought that was very cool because, in I guess you know, I guess Jackie was supposed to die originally in, yeah. in that version of of the show, and and like Sam saved her life. So hmm. it was only John that that, that died. Interesting. So. I love that episode though. I'm glad you guys Tupperwared it. Yeah, I, I, I was it. curious at what what someone would thought that had no like connection to the source. Material. I loved it. Yeah. Watched it twice. Couldn't I? I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. I can't wait for the next episode. It's cool that Hulu like has their first event show. Like yeah. this is good for Hulu. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about this. It's getting a lot of press. So hopefully, this is more big Hulu event stuff on the horizon. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I think they did a great job last year with the the show Casual. It got nominated for Golden Globes. Yeah, and I thought that. That was great. You know, it didn't it didn't win, but it was nominated, and I think yeah. that's, that's a good start. I, yeah, I agree. But this really felt like event television. It did, like the kind of press it was getting. Like you had to be there. Well, like this felt like it definitely could be on like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I think this is good for Hulu. Um, one of the things that I don't know, man, I would like to watch this straight through. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if they had it available for me straight through, like Netflix would have, I would have watched. I would have had every. I would have had every fucking episode done by this fucking show. Oh yeah, I believe it. I probably would have too. To be honest, I would have with plowed you. through it, man. Eight episodes, yep. and as excited as I was, mm-hmm. I probably would have. I could have yeah. watched two more that night. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, move, moving on from uh, so eleven twenty two sixty three. Definitely give it a look on Hulu if you haven't read the source material. You might Tupperware it like me and Jason. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. even if you have, maybe maybe you won't be as fucking True. prudish as me about it. Yeah, You'll Tupperware it too. Yeah, you're just that one fucking spoke on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The show's going to keep on rolling. <laughs> I can't stop it. What do you, what do you guys have? Do you guys have any uh, individual good pop bad pop for me this week? I didn't watch shit. That's fine, man. I got something. Um, I got shit for you, my man. Oh, nice. I do. Uh, I uh, yesterday I went and saw The Witch. Oh, you know what? Uh, Kenneth Tagger. Uh, he's uh, one of our uh, listeners, and he's on Facebook. Uh, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he saw The Witch. He gave it a taste. It so I'm I'm kind of interested to hear what you have to say about it. But you know what? You're just going to be Kenneth Tagger's yes man, <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to get another taste it rating. <laughs> Glad handling. Tell us, yes, man. Tell us, tell us about the witch. <laughs> well, yeah. Apparently, uh, oddly enough, it is a taste. <laughs> <laughs> and you caught me. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely a taste. It. Um, this was very hyped. Uh, it, it won some awards at, at Sundance. Uh, I think just uh, like best uh, script, U.S. You know, movie, whatever. Um, so it did win some awards. It I'm got glad a, you did your research. It, it got. I have it in my notes, but I'm not going to look ah, for fuck it. It. <laughs> it. It it uh, it had a lot of hype. Even Stephen King said it terrified him. No, yeah. I saw that. Um, the Satanic Church has endorsed this movie and also shows it regularly mm. now. Um, so you know, it had a lot of hype going into it. That's where Jay watched it. Yeah, <laughs> Jay, Jay watched it as a Satanic Church. Why do you think I love dead people? Jay's like, all right. <laughs> We did the goat sacrifice. Yeah. Let's watch the witch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you promised me dead bodies. Yeah. Right, where, are they? where are they at? I got, Splendid. I got a raging, <laughs> I got a raging boner. 
Splendid. All right, go for it, Witch. Uh, um, so uh, it got a lot of hype, um, yeah. and it lives up to some of it, and some of it it does not. Um, so basically, this is uh, it's about a family in the 1630s, New England, uh, Massachusetts to be exact. Um, this is, I think, decades before the Salem witch trials. Oh, okay. So this is way before that. This is even more just, you know, these people were super-duper religious, mm-hmm. you know. They were terrified. They were in this whole new place. So, of course, you know, a lot of them turned to God, and it really took over all of their communities. Um, this family was uh, basically banned from... Uh, e- uh, sending emails? Yeah, sending emails. <laughs> <laughs> Some people can relate to that. Yeah, right, Banchester? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they were banned from the community, um, and and so they they say, yeah, fine, fuck you, and they go out and live on their own. And they kind of go to this remote area where, you know, they, they can set up a new farm and be self-sufficient. And then right outside this farm, there's this, you know, kind of ominous forest that they are, are living next mm-hmm. to. Um, there's five children. There's a baby. Um, and then there's, there's the four other kids. Um, the, very quickly, they get to the, you know, they, they, they start, you know, making crops and taking care of themselves. This is amazing. <laughs> God, the Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how can you fucking taste this? <laughs> this crops? Is, gosh, this is like, all this agriculture? <laughs> this is blowing my dick off. You know right? how I love ag. <laughs> Sounds like a live-action SimCity movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but really, <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, this main event sets up the other events. So the the main daughter, uh, who is just fucking amazing. Let me find her name here. It's uh, shit. Hold on. Her name is shit. shit. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy. Shit Jones. <laughs> and what's her name? Anya Taylor Jones or Joy is the. <laughs> I fucked him up with Jones. Is the actress Anya Taylor Joy. Joy. She plays Thomas, and she's kind of like where uh, she's kind of you see the whole thing through her eyes, basically. Okay. Um, and then uh, you know the other actors and actresses aren't big names. Um, uh, you might remember Ralph uh, Einson. He's uh, he's the dad in this. He was uh, uh, Chris Finch or Finchy from The Office. He's also been in uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, and Kate Dickey is the mother. She's also been in Game of Thrones. I don't know for how many episodes because I haven't seen those. Um, and uh, Anya or Thomason is is out playing peekaboo with the with the the baby, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the baby is gone after like five or six peekaboos. The baby's gone. So like he's playing peekaboo, and then like he's looking at the baby and she not is. looking at the she is. she's okay. Yeah. She's looking at the baby, not looking at the baby, looking at the baby, not looking. And at then the baby. it's gone. Boom! Baby's gone. Baby's gone. Baby's gone. Right. Gone. Gone. Bye bye baby. Just gone. And so <laughs> yeah. Bye bye baby. So she's. <laughs> She's she's right next to the woods as well, and you see her, you know, run into the woods, and you see this. So this it's about a disappearing baby. No, no, well, kind of, oh. kind of, and you see, you actually see this this witch type thing in a robe running through the field with the, or through I, the forest with this baby. I'll be honest with you, I think that baby won. If peekaboo's a game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the baby won, right? Game set match, baby, baby. On <laughs> <laughs> the peekaboo world championship, yeah. Undisputed champion. <laughs> but that sets off the next chain of events where you uh-huh. know, like, okay, there is something really fucking wrong going on in this area. Right. And 
something really terrible fucking happens that's very disturbing right after this. Like visually disturbing? Visually fucking disturbing. I won't even say it because you need to see that part. Okay. Um, and you're just like, wow, okay, this is really fucking seriously, you know, this is going to be scary. This is going to be creepy. Yeah. Um, and it is for the most part. Um, uh you know, they deal with possible possession of somebody in the household. Um, and, of course, like I said, this family is, like, super religious. And that, to me, is, like, almost even scarier than the movie itself is. That's what I loved about uh, Red State. Yeah, exactly. This is kind of along that same terms where these guys are just fanatically, like, God, you know. Have like, you seen Red State yet? No, I haven't. Check out. It's a Kevin Smith yeah, movie. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me I should watch it's it. It's the best Kevin Smith movie that's come out in a long time. It's hard to watch. That That's oh, hard to I watch. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, but this, this, yeah, some of this stuff was really hard to watch, and it sets off this chain of events, like I said. The family starting to accuse this girl of being a witch. Yeah. Um, and there's other possible witches in this that, you know, th- some of these kids, it's possible they were possessed by this witch. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's very serious. Like, there are a lot of disturbing scenes. You do see the witch. You see some other things associated with this witch that are also kind of scary. Um, is Sabrina the teenage witch? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I was hoping that there'd be a cameo by Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> no, not at all. Is the cat in it? No, no. <laughs> what's also, what, what, I guess what I should say is what's all, what's really great about this, mm-hmm. just, just to break it all, get through all the shit. What's really great about this is you feel like you're there with the family. You don't feel like you're watching a movie. The performances are phenomenal. The attention to detail and the fact that you feel like you're there with this family, like watching them from the outside, is amazing. So, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, So it feels like you really like dove into this world. Oh, absolutely. It feels like you're a part of this world. What exactly? What, what exactly made you made it go from like a Tupperware experience to a taste it? Yeah, that's the thing. Is it the ending? Yeah. I, I was my, that was my next question. Because horror movies usually have a shitty ending. Yeah, if they don't stick the landing, it yeah. kind of takes okay. it away from okay, it. Okay, so that that's what did it. It did not stick the landing, but god well, damn don't, it, don't spoil. I won't. Okay, I is, won't. is this a wired release? Could I see this at yeah. the theater? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It is so serious up until that point. You are very like on board with this and like okay there's a fucking witch okay I'm there gonna, is a real witch in this forest i'm off on tuesday i'm gonna go see the witch yeah um and like i said some disturbing fucking shit where right. you, you like i haven't really seen something like that in a movie yeah. maybe an italian horror film or something is this shit like rated that. r i think so it has to be it okay. fucking has to be yeah um so everything up until the end is very fucking cool very creepy um and then the ending just gets kind of ridiculous and campy, mm. and it and it shouldn't have. Okay, I'm talking like the last five minutes ruins right. what was already set up. Because it would be a, do that. It, just like it follows. It would be a Tupperware if yeah. not for that fucking ending. Yeah, because it was so well done, everything about it, and like that's, I, what, that's what I loved about it. Follows though, I love the ending for it follows. Kind of, I did. I, I didn't like it as opposed to the rest of what I thought they were going with. I liked it follows the ending, and I also liked the Babadook ending. And a lot of people didn't like the Babadook. I did ending. like the Babadook ending. It was it was kind. Of, it made me. It reminded me of like a like a like a fucking Tales from the Dark Side ending. Yeah, and I like that. And mm. and that's kind of what I thought about this. I thought if they if they took this. In a different format, like maybe a play or something. Okay, it, it would have been really fucking cool to see right. the ending of this. Right. But as far as a movie goes, but, but an ending is very important in a movie. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it, it can definitely an ending can take, it can take a Tupperware and and drop it to a taste it. Yeah, especially in that genre. Absolutely. I feel. And I, I will compare it to the Blair Witch because that's the only other like decent 
which movie I've ever seen. Yeah. The ending of that left me Hocus think, Pocus, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hocus Pocus is a Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of the Blair Witch fucked me up because I thought about what might have happened right. for, for a long fucking time. This one... You know, it's pretty plain as day as to what the fuck happens. If anything can drop fucking uh, Blair Witch down to a taste it for me, it's fucking Book of Shadows. Oh, oh, man, that was yeah. horrible. That was The horrible. only good horrible. thing about that was the hot goth girl in it. Oh, she was hot. She, she was, was hot. <laughs> but, man, what a great story yeah. up until this last part where it takes this turn and it's it's revealing too much. They did not – he did not need to do that. He could have left it. He could have cut that okay. whole last so, part out. So the last five minutes, I should time this. In the last five minutes, I should just walk out of the theater. No, you're going to want to see it. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty crucial, All I right. guess, to the story. But, yeah. man, I wish they would have left it out because it was so good up to that point. Like I said, even the soundtrack reminded me of old school, like Suspiria, mm. Italian horror, where it's just this kind of real creepy, you know, like chanting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it really really was shot so fucking well it's just that last fucking part did not wow. did not nail it did that not. sucks man yeah that sucks but i think it's worth seeing um some people will be really put off by some of the scenes they will be disturbed and they're, they're not gonna like it yeah um it is really fucked up what happens uh, in that beginning dan part. hunter's gonna love it he <laughs> loves that disturbing shit yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a disturbing motherfucker yeah he is <laughs> but it, i don't I, I don't think dan i don't think dan hunter has a soul <laughs> And that's <laughs> I'm I, fucking with you, Dan. Wow, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking with him. I think that Dan Hunter's one of our best listeners. I think the main thing I took away was I believe this witch. I believe that this was happening, and they just could not show it in a way. That's why I think a play yeah. you're already in this disbelief. You're already suspended. Disbelief. Did any of the witches twitch their nose? No. Did they have a husband named Darren? No. Did the husband named Darren, did he switch from a different actor? <laughs> no. Was it Dick Sargent and Dick York? No. Okay, I'm talking about a completely different thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. But it was a, it was a good witch. Right. It was a good witch. So, yeah. like Glinda? Yeah. No, no. God damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. I'm going to, I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about my next good pop, bad pop. I do want to see the witch. Hopefully I'll get a chance to see it on Tuesday and I'll let you know what I thought. Curious cool. to see what you think when yeah. you see it. Cause, uh, I don't know if there's anything else out in theaters that I want to see. Hey, did you guys see the trailer for, it looks like Neighbors is getting a sequel. I saw the trailer. Oh, I, I, didn't I see actually it. enjoyed the trailer. I thought the trailer was good. Too. I thought it was phenomenal. It looked, yeah, I thought I it saw was the good too. Neighbors, I thought, I, I, I think I gave Neighbors a tasted or a high tasted. I think I gave it a tasted. It was okay. I never saw it. D Dave Franco is so good. Zach Efron was the worst part of that movie. Yeah. But I think they're going to use him better in this one. But hmm. man, that trailer looked really it did fucking look good. Super funny, Didn't like it? the sorority girls move yes. next door, yes. and, and Zac Efron comes to help. Yes. Seth Rogen like get rid of the sorority girls. Can't wait to see it. Uh, the a hit girl. What's her name? Oh man, I can't. The remember. actress it's that like plays Chloe, Chloe Muniz. Something I don't remember. It, you just you just Frankie Muniz. You just combined <laughs> Frankie Muniz and Chloe Moretz Grace. There we go. There Chloe Moretz Grace. <laughs> anyway, um, I, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, look good. It made me want to see the. It first made one. me want to see it. Yeah. Oh, it made me want to see this one. After I see the first one, it was only a taste. Can for I skip me. the first one and just watch the sequel? You'll want to watch the first one because I think it'll. I think when Zach Efron comes in, you'll kind of understand his relationship with Zach's character a little bit. Better. Okay. Okay. Anyway, you know what, Jake? I, I'm going to move on. I'm going to. I'm going to talk about some two of my good pop, bad pops this week. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Jake is on this show fucking every week with me, and he does this show. And every, you know, sometimes Jake will come on here and he'll fucking he'll suggest something. And and you know what I you know what I do is I put it on the fucking back burner. 
Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, I Jake, hear you. You know, Jake fucking recommends something, and you know, like I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like last, <laughs> like last week, Jake yammer on about this fucking uh, Roca and the fucking uh, flowers of uh, the of some chick's menstrual cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what it was called. Roca and the and, and Roca Roca flowers or some shit. Close enough. Yeah, Roca and the six flowers of uh, I don't know whatever menstruation. Mass and Gill. <laughs> <laughs> Braves of the six flowers. Braves of the six flowers. You get on here, you yammer about that shit, and you know half of the time I just fucking like whatever. You know, I just push, oh, yeah. I push it out of my head. It goes in, in one ear, out the other. Uh, you know, just like a tampon. <laughs> Tampons don't go in your that, ear. That's how those work. Yeah, no, they don't go in your ear. It's like pulling a tampon out of my out of my uh, fake uh, faux vagina. <laughs> that's what it's like. Right. So anyway, so anyway, I don't. I, half the time I listen to your shit and I don't fucking follow up on it. And you know what? Yeah. What did I just do? What'd you watch? I fucking slapped my fucking wrist there. You know why? For what? shame, Brian. For shame on you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You know why? Jake has given me some fucking gems over the years that I haven't fucking followed up on. Number one, I'm going to talk about one of the fucking shows that you watch that I fucking love now. What's that? One Punch Man. Oh, God. <laughs> one Punch Man is great. Oh, my God. One Punch Man. I was talking to you last week on the porch, and you said uh, – you told me originally it was on Crunchyroll. Well, yes. Crunchyroll took it off, and so like – I couldn't watch it. And then last week we were talking on the porch. You were like, One Punch Man, Brian, is on Hulu. Mm -hmm. So this week, I think uh, Tuesday I, or Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I, I went to Hulu. And I started watching One Punch Man. Jake, <laughs> you recommended this on the show. This it was is, my anime of the year. It is, it, 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 it is an absolute Tupperware. Yeah, it's fantastic. This is absolutely phenomenal. 12-episode uh, first season. I finished the whole first season. It's great. Damn. It is great. I love it. One Punch Man. I'm obsessed. After watching the series, Jake, yeah. I even went on Atomic Empire and I bought the first volume. Yes. For, for, the, for the book. I bought it digitally and I've read yeah. it. Uh, so I, I cannot wait to read this. Jake, I didn't. I didn't know how. I the characters in this are great. Mm -hmm. I I love One Punch Man. Yes. How can you? Basically, you've got a character here that can defeat any villain with one punch. Yes. How can you make that interesting? <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, Superman's been overpowered, which makes him not interesting in the comic books. Yes, that's like the biggest complaint about Superman. So how do you make a character that can punch any being in the universe and kill them with one punch? This fucking show did it. Wow. And I seriously, I fucking bow down to you. It's a great show. It is a great show. One Punch Man on fucking Hulu. Watch this. It is great. I watched it with subtitles, and I still love it. Yeah. Still love it. I don't think there is show. a dub available for it. I haven't I been watched able to. It in yeah, subtitles I, yeah, that's the only way I could watch it. The only bad thing about watching it with the subtitles is like you're reading the subtitles and you miss out on some of the cool artwork. There's a few times that I yeah. actually just hit rewind. Yeah. So I me could too. watch it a couple times. I did the same yeah. thing. I love it. I Tupperware it. I did not know how humorous this show was. It's super funny. Super funny. Just the quirks of different characters. One Punch Man is just like, while like an evil villain is giving like their evil villain monologue. Yeah. I will destroy you. I am the, I am the deep sea king and I am this and I am that. And he's like, all right, could you speed it along? <laughs> and he'll say shit like blah, 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 blah. All right, let's get, let's get to it. Uh -huh. And it's it's this show is absolutely phenomenal, Jake. Yeah, it is, Thank you. It is great. So you know what? Okay, so I Tupperware One Punch Man. Yes, I finished that yesterday. I finished episode twelve, and I was like, you know what? Jake was right about that. What else is Jake recommended? 
So I went on Hulu again and saw another show that you had fucking recommended, another fucking uh, manga live like animation. Okay. And I started watching Sword Art Online. Oh, nice. God damn it, Jake, you did it again. <laughs> oh, man, I love that you show. You son of a bitch. This fucking... I started it this morning. Yeah. Knocked out nine episodes. Oh, yeah. I love Sword Art Online. From the first episode, From too. the first... First five fucking minutes. It really... Like, I've never it, had a show grab me like the first episode of this show. If you've ever played an MMO... Yeah. This... This fucking show is just like your experiences played out oh, cool. in a show because he meets certain people mm-hmm. on his journey early on. And of course, just like in every MMO, you're in these parties and then, you know, maybe you go to work the next day. And they continue to play the game. They yeah. level up a little bit more. And so you're not in the same party anymore. And, right. you, and you meet different people. But you sometimes walk past them in a different party and you see them. This game is like that. There's certain experiences like that. Dude, this game, th- this this show, yeah. nine episodes in, and I'm glad it's like the first season is like 23 episodes or something like that. Yeah, it is. I don't want it to end. I yeah. love this show. How many seasons are there Two. right now? I, the, only the first season's available on Hulu? Because mm, I didn't see a second I don't think season. that's true. I think they're actually labeled as different shows. The second season's on Netflix. For sure. Well, I'm watching it. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good. The stakes feel so real in it, too. That's one thing that really drew me mm-hmm. in. Like, yeah. a lot of these animes can seem really campy and just kind of yeah. fun. But this, the drama just hits so good yeah. on this. Like, it, you're, like, in real fear for these characters. Yeah. And, like, the stakes are so real. I love uh, Kirito. Kirito, yeah. Um, I love uh, Ansana. Yes. Um, I, I really, really loved uh, Elizabeth. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. I like all the characters. I do too. In the, some of the early episodes, I almost feel like the first half of the season was better than the second half. It's still a Tupperware the whole way through, mm-hmm. but there was just some real gems of episodes. Yeah, the, when he my least favorite episode that I've uh, come across was the one that it felt like it was kind of like a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like a Sherlock Holmes slash Clue episode where they were trying to figure out like the one character was like in a uh, town. Yes, and they died. And the only way you can kill somebody in town is if you duel them. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was my least favorite episode. It, it, it ended really well. Yeah, I know. Exactly that was the episode with Grimlock about. and, mm-hmm. and uh, the other crew. That was my least favorite episode so far. But it still ended really well. Yeah, that's oh, that's a great show. What uh, give, give everybody the hook for Sword Art Online. It's basically like this brand new game comes out. Mm-hmm. It's an MMO. You have to buy this special gear to play it. And all these players plug in only to soon find out that they can never unplug. If they and unplug, if, yeah, yeah. It instantly kills them. Like, and In real life. It's even to the point where some of the players' families try to unplug them. Mm-hmm. And in 200, effect... 213. Yeah, they give the exact number. Yeah, 213 of the players, their families tried to unplug them and they died. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and <laughs> to the point where they're broadcasting on the news what's going on mm-hmm. and to leave these people alone and not yeah. unplug them from the game. Wow. Or they'll, or they'll kill them. Yeah, and in the first episode, like the creator of the game, they're in the game looking at it virtual reality and the creator of the game comes out and he's almost he almost pulls like 
like a, a, a Supreme Leader Snoke yes, move yes. where he's like all huge, like a big, huge hologram dude. And he's telling them like, you're in the game. The only way to beat it is to get through level 100 and beat the level 100 boss. And then you are out of the game and you're back in IRL in real life. Wow. Yeah, people are like freaking the fuck out and like having like massive fucking panic attacks yeah. and these announcements. But like I'm like at the point in the series where like they've been in the game and they give you the date at the top of the of each episode and, and certain in certain episodes they tell you like it started off in like the year 2023 yeah. or something and then it goes like I'm in like 2 years later mm-hmm. and there are some people that have like they are just content living in the game. Yeah, they, they don't even try to they beat the game. Yeah, yeah. They've only got 500 people fighting in the front lines to get out of the game now. Most of the people that are still alive in the game are just kind of like living in the communities in the game. And like you've got people that are like, uh, you know, that, that are cooks. You've got people that are like, you know, blacksmiths and things like that. And wow. they, just, they just set up shop and that they just live in the game now. They're, they're happy and content living in the game. And the main character was a beta tester for the game. Yes. And they kind of hold their noses up to him because, uh-huh. because he was a beta tester. He knows more than the other people yeah. and he can get the leveling up stuff he's better. a beta t- he's a beta tester and he's also a cheater <laughs> yeah. and so they call these guys beaters uh-huh. yes and uh jay watch this i it, can relate to that shit man uh it it is uh, dude i i'm addicted i'm addicted to this fucking game you, you thought mmos are addictive yeah this fucking show is just as, di- as addictive as playing everquest for the first time cool. yeah it's really good i actually watched this right after finishing ready player one yeah and they're both very similar like okay. you should definitely dive into that thing i should i should it's it's like this, but even better. Okay, in my opinion. Okay. Well, I'm gonna finish this. Oh yeah. I, I want to thank you because you've really turned me on to two really great fucking uh, manga properties. They're, they're considered manga, correct? Yeah, uh, mangas are the are the literature, and mm-hmm. anime are the uh, okay the shows. I yeah. Believe. So I, I love this, and I loved I loved One Punch Man so much that I fucking I fu- I bought the first volume. That's awesome. Yeah, two very different kinds of shows. Yes, it's, I've been watching a lot more anime lately, and I in future episodes I'll have some more good yeah. pop, bad pop. I do have, I, and I don't want to I don't want to sound like a fucking social a social justice warrior, but I it is kind of off putting how they portray like all the women how they want Carito. Yes, and it is kind of weird. I don't like how they portray certain women. I think the best woman so far in the show is uh, Ansana. Yes. I think she's like she's like a, like an empowered female if we're going to go down that road. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I felt like uh with uh Lisbeth and and uh, uh Lisbeth and uh, what's the other the, the the young girl that that was the the dragon yeah, uh, the it, the dragon tamer. I know it'd be nice to see yeah. some pussy ass dudes too. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're in that world also. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's kind of like my only problem with it. But it wasn't like so glaring that it like took me out of the show. I yeah. still love it for what it is. I, what, uh, Ready Player One. If you're not watching it, Jake was one, uh, Sword Art Online. Uh, yeah, Sword Art Online. I'm sorry. Sword. I'm sure you're right about that too. So Sword Art Online. If you're not watching it, Jake was 100 percent right on that. It is a fuck. Tupperware all the goddamn way. Yeah, it's it's all on Netflix too. Yeah, so I believe on Netflix both seasons are dubbed. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, oh yeah, out. yeah. I'm watching it. Uh, I'm watching uh, Sword Out Online on Hulu, mm-hmm. and it's dubbed, and I love it for that. Yeah, so. the dubbing's really good for it. Yeah. Uh, what we're gonna do now is uh, we're. Are uh, you guys got anything else? No. We'll that, take. A, we'll take. Smoke. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, come back with uh, news. Did you say spoke? Smoke. Oh, I thought you said another spoke on the wheel. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. We'll be right back. God damn it. Never never doubt fucking Jake's recommendations. No. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> what, what, what recommendations should we doubt? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's at least one. Okay. I mean, I'm a Marvel fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time to move on to the pop culture leftovers news. Hear ye, hear ye. Read all about it. It's a leftover news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. Gangster as fuck news this week, guys. Uh, Paul Feig announced that a Ghostbusters trailer will drop on March 3rd. Awesome. Yay. I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited. All the people out there that are uh, fucking, uh, I'm just going to say it. All the sexist motherfuckers <laughs> out there. Yeah. That are, that, 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 are, that are shitting on this movie uh, before they even see a trailer. Before you even see a fucking trailer. Yeah. You're full of shit, in my opinion, and I, I hope this trailer blows it out of the fucking water, uh, because I'd rather see these ladies from SNL kick ass. And, Melissa McCarthy, I don't like Melissa. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard it. Shut the fuck up. But we've got Kate McKinnon, we've got Kristen Wiig, and we've got Leslie Jones. And if you're not watching SNL. Then you don't know what you're talking about. You're 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 speaking prematurely, and you don't know how talented these women are. Mm-hmm. Cicely Strong too, big role. It's big role. I think uh, is Taryn Killam is going to be in it as well. I've heard. I, rumors. I believe so. I've heard Cicely is the, kind of the character that um, in the first Ghostbusters movie was the real asshole that yeah. worked for the government. Yeah, uh, she's like that kind of character. Nice, cool. nice. And I think she's she'll be good at that, like super bitchy, like trying to shut this all down type of character. I'm a big fan of Paul Feig to begin with. I yeah. mean, this guy. Uh, he's made appearances on the soup, and he was always funny on there, uh, interacting with Joel McHale. Uh, he's made some great movies, Bridesmaids, yes. Spy. Uh, he, he's 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 a funny guy, and I, I think with Lauren Michaels behind this, mm-hmm. and, and the cast, of a lot of SNL alumni making appearances in this. I think it, I think it's going to be a lot better than what people are expecting, oh, yeah. or you know. Just prematurely expecting it to be, and yeah, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait for the trailer. Yeah. I've seen one thing that's kind of giving me pause about this movie. Talk to me. I, um, I saw all the leaks of all the action figures for this movie, uh-huh. and so I've seen what is people are saying is the main villain of this movie, and it's the first time I've been kind of worried about this movie. Who is I gotta the say, main villain? I forget what the name is, but it's basically an oversized version of the character from the Ghostbusters logo. Uh, like ooh. come to life. I don't like that. And it looks really silly. Let me see if yeah. I can get that action figure up for you real quick. Yeah. yeah if you want to give me a That's pause for just odd, a second. Yeah. Huh. yeah. 
Yeah, it was like, oh, really? I mean, maybe it could be funny, I guess, but I just thought it was kind of like... Yeah, but does... Well, I guess... Yeah, I guess their main villains have always been kind of a big deal. I mean... Yeah, I I don't know. Um, uh, will it make or break? It? I love Gozer. Yeah, I do too. Zool. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, Zool. Zooly. What, who, who's Vigo. Who's, who's Gozer? Gozer the Carpathian was the main was the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Summon your destroyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say. Like, will that affect it that much or not? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gosh, dang it! Where is this stupid fucking thing? Does it have like the fucking the, the red circle with the slash through it? No, it's like out, it's like out of the red, it like breaks that, out of the red circle. Is that like a, is that like it's Captain America's shield? <laughs> no, no, it, it breaks out of the. There it is. Okay. Okay. Oh God, that's awful. So is is it? Are they they're trying to recreate the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? I felt the same thing yeah. that yeah. maybe they were trying to recreate the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. So I, it has nothing yeah. to do with being a sexist or the ladies, but that <laughs> that villain that villain kind of gives me pause. Right. Yeah, I'm like, right. whoa, really? Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's really funny. Maybe a good voice actor or yeah. something, or maybe maybe, maybe maybe they're wrong. Send that picture to me. I'll post it on Facebook after the episode. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. All right, guys. Uh, Jake. Yes. All right. This next story is uh, it's for you. Uh, get ready to have Chris Ahola hand you a towel here. Cause you're, <laughs> you are going to need to mop up all the jizz from this fucking next news story. Uh-oh. Roy Lee, one of the producers for the Lego movie, recently said that he would love to have Nintendo characters in a Lego movie. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Ain't going to happen, though. I don't think so either. Nintendo's yeah. super protective about their shit. Nintendo doesn't even have Funko Pops, do they? No, and Funkos yeah. approach them. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they're doing Mega Man Funko Pops, though, so. You know how Funko gets away with all these different properties? I think it's because they're they're uh, they're, they're based out of Australia now. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, so like they're based out of Australia, so I, I don't know why territorially they're able to get all these different, uh, you know, uh, properties, but it works out for them that hmm. way. Yeah, I, I read a big article about it. They still have to approach the, uh, the people involved uh-huh. and get the permission to do it. Sure. And some people have denied Funko permission to, yeah. fun- you know, Funkalize their product. <laughs> Funkalize. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, Jake, you know what I saw recently? What's that? Sword Art Online Funko Pop. Oh, oh, is that real? It's real. Oh, my God. I saw uh, Asana, and I saw Carito. Oh, I want a Carito fucking Funko Pop. <laughs> they have little mystery minis that you can get. You know what those are? It's like you, you it's a blind box, uh-huh. and they have a like an anime set they just came out with, and Carito's one of the characters, so I, I bought one just oh, hoping really? to get a Carito. Yeah. No Carito. No Carito. No. <laughs> Uh, no to Crete, no. And I, I, I hate no those. Crete, no. I hate those blind box fucking things too. So yeah. I might just try to get one on eBay or at the con or something like yeah. that because I don't want to buy like fucking fifty of these fucking things just to try to find a Carito. Did you get your Deadpool no. Marvel Collector Core? Did you? I got it. Did you open it? Yeah. Was it nice? It got. They gave me a fucking. Uh, they gave me a, a like an exclusive fucking Deadpool Funko Pop. Yeah. <laughs> I got a. I got a Deadpool comic. I got uh, like a like a little mini plush Deadpool okay. with, with the uh, it's instead of the red suit, it was the black suit with the red eyes. Which, uh, oh wow! Is that Deadpool twenty ninety nine? Is that X Force? Is that the X Force? So yeah, costume. 
Um, and then I got some, I think it was like a Dorbs figure. Oh, there's shit. a Dorb? I think there, there's some kind of, <laughs> there's another stupid little piece of shit. That came Ooh, I'm excited. Too. And then like a dumb fucking t-shirt with like a yellow Deadpool, with mm. a yellow Deadpool Funko Pop. It was dumb. Hmm. So a bunch of garbage. <laughs> it was, it was my last, uh, Marvel Collector Core box. Ooh, next box is Civil War though. I'm, uh, thank God I'm not getting it. <laughs> I'm done. Aww. I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm thinking about signing up for the uh, DC Collector Core. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm considering it. Oh, but you're a Marvel fuckboy. I'm a Marvel <laughs> fuckboy. How can you? What a dumbass, dude. It's like Jake. Jake's the only one that has like a fucking uh, DC fucking uh, animated movie good yeah. pop, bad pop that we talk about. I haven't about. even seen those. And, I, and I Jake, own every one on Blu-ray. And Jake said his most anticipated fucking movie, a uh, comic book movie of 2016 is uh, Suicide Squad, which is a DC property. Yeah. yeah, But I shit all over it. It's going to suck. Hey, you're just a spoke in the wheel. I'm, <laughs> I'm controlling the internet with even my ideas. Even if you were yeah. dead, Jake. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> sorry to break the fourth wall there, people. Oh. oh! When I thought that was real before I knew it was the CM Punk, yeah. I was like... It made me happy. I'm like, damn, I have some power. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Deadpool is uh, now killing it in the box office. So what's next for Ryan Reynolds other than the obvious Deadpool 2? Looks like he'll be starring in a sci-fi movie called Life. Have you guys heard about this? No. Life is the crew of the International Space Station who, after retrieving a sample from Mars, discover that it displays signs of life and proves to be more intelligent than expected. Uh, what really made me excited for this was the fact that one of my female actors of the year that I gave a Tupperware to – uh, for last year is going to be his co-star. Who's that? Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Mm. There's no re- release date on this. We just had the movie The Martian. But uh, I, you know what? I'm excited. There's nothing about this so far that had no news about this. And I know it's very, really early on. Mm-hmm. But there's no news about this that makes me think like, oh, this is going to be another Ryan Reynolds stinker. Right. I enjoyed Mississippi Grind with him and Ben Mendelsohn. I love Deadpool. And uh, this, great casting. So, so far, I'm, I'm giving this... So far, I'm giving this news an absolute Tupperware until I hear different. Mm. Until right. I hear different. You've got Ryan Reynolds, who's coming off a hot streak with two great movies, in my opinion. And then you've also got Rebecca Ferguson, who I think was absolutely amazing in fucking Mission Impossible. I think she single-handedly fucking rejuvenized that fucking franchise. Wow. And they're bringing her back for the next Mission Impossible. She is great. She is She is a female action star. So when is this life coming out? Did you say? Like I said, no, oh. no release date okay. yet. No <laughs> release date yet. They have no idea. Um, I think they're going to fast track Deadpool. So this might be on the back burner. We yeah. might not see this one until uh, 2018, 2019. How soon do you think we'll see Deadpool two by 2018? I think we're going to see Deadpool two by 2018. Okay. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. And I think they like that February. I think they're going to either go February or March with that one. Nice. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to move on. We're just blazing through, blazing through. We're going to go uh, go on to DC news. Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. <laughs> and now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> All right, uh, we got some DC emails, and the first 
DC email before we jump into DC news is from Reese from Liverpool, England. He says, Hey, leftovers. Brian, was the last episode of The Flash's Welcome to Earth 2 the best one yet? I think it may have well been. It's a toss-up between that and who is Harrison Wells in the first season. Also, Legends of Tomorrow is still killing it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Reese from Liverpool, England. Jay, you've been watching The Flash as well. Yes. Jake, did you watch the uh, follow-up episode to I did the not. Flash? I DVR'd it. Haven't watched it yet. Uh, Jay, I mean, what did you think about that last episode? It was a fucking awesome episode. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree it's probably my favorite of the entire series, period, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, yeah, goddamn. I, I'm just so intrigued by Zoom. Mm-hmm. So fucking intrigued. He's such a badass villain. Yeah. And there are so many layers to that episode. There's so much going on in between, you know, characters that you're introduced to for the first time mm-hmm. and then older characters and their counterparts. So it's it's a crazy fucking layered amazing episode. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. It it just, you know, everything about the Flash gets better and better and this episode proved that to me. For me, it's like uh, you know, now I feel like uh I mean, do we have to resolve this Zoom this season? Or I mean, I hope not. I think they are, though. I, yeah. I do think that they are. I think they're going to resolve it this season. But yeah, I'm with you, man. When you say I hope not, yeah, I'm with you. It's I like I, I think like maybe we should not follow this storyline up until until next season. Let's get uh, Earth Two Harrison Wells and his daughter kind of acclimated to Earth One. Yeah. And leave that mystery open for season three. Right. And I, I, I agree with you. And the Jay Garrick and, flash storyline. Yes. You know, what's going to happen with that? There's there's so many loose ends that's well, not, you know. Let's give us a nice cliffhanger at the end of season two. Yeah. And then we can open that up at the beginning of season three. Yeah, that, absolutely. I'm with you. Next email comes from Scott Schutte. Uh Hey there, Leftovers. This email has some flash spoilers. So spoiler pussies should fast forward or go to hell, whichever is easier. <laughs> That's nice. So I'm going to play the spoiler pussy warning. I love it. This is a pop culture Leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dick hole. <laughs> you have been warned, spoiler pussies. <laughs> so, I was watching me some Flash and suddenly finding my theory that Zoom is Flash's dad to be somewhat, okay, completely muddled. In the episode, Escape from Earth 2, we watch as the man in the Iron Mask communicates with Barry and Jesse. The message he taps out is Jay Garrick. When, ba- when Barry informs the man that Jay is alive, he hangs his head and bangs his fist as he obviously, uh, as he obviously distraught in learning this information. We never learn the identity of this man, and the writers want it this way. What we are left with is more questions, but the one I had was, what if Jay Garrick is Zoom? Hmm. Here's the deal. We know that Jay grew sick after trying to enhance his speed. Caitlin tried to tried healing Jay by replacing his damaged cells, but what if he wasn't the first to do so? What if the disfigured Zoom is actually Jay's future self, traveling back in time to harvest some of his healthy cells to make himself whole? This would answer Zoom's obsession with speed and why he has allowed Jay to stay alive this entire time. If this is the case, I will have to admit that I never saw this coming, and my hat's off to the brilliant writing once again on this Tupperware of a show. 
eager to know what your thoughts might be on this latest theory. By the way, it's going to be one fuck of a week as we get King Shark on the Flash, Vixen on Arrow, and Connor Hawk, future Green Arrow, with a bionic arm, the future Deathstroke on Legends of Tomorrow. That's three nerdgasms in one week. Absolutely. It's funny how he says, if this is the case, I never saw it coming. Yeah. He's predicting that that could be the I, case. I thought that too. <laughs> and he says, peace, off, uh, peace and get off my yard. <laughs> That comes from old man Scott Shooty. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He never saw it coming, yet he predicted it right here within the email. I know. I am I'm what? blown. I'm blown away by the self self prophecy. I never saw that coming. That thing that I described in detail, down to the last fucking detail, yeah, out of left field. That was. <laughs> That was funny. You know what? You know what, Scott? I'm not going to argue with you, man, because that could be that could be it. That absolutely could be. They've left it open yeah. to so much. That absolutely could be what plays out. Yeah. I. You know what? I'm not going to fucking theorize. I'm just going to let it play out, man. Yeah. Because Still more Earth Two stuff going on in the in the next episode. I don't think so. I think it's going to be Earth One focused. I think we're we're looking at King Shark and some other things going on in this next up okay. next episode. I I think uh, if I I think they'll wrap up the Earth Two stuff this season with Zoom, and yeah. that's unfortunate. I think yeah. that should be the cliffhanger leading us into season three. But I, I I do think we're going to see more of that this season, which is unfortunate because I I think it's so great, and I know people are going to disagree with me. Brian, I love the Earth Two stuff. I want to see it happen this season. But guys, I want to be terrified by Zoom more. Yes, yes. Mm. I think there's a lot that we can we can still do in season two that's going to be great on Earth One, and then they can tease us. Into season three, yeah. and, and it, it makes us want to come back. It makes us want to come back for season three. Yes. So we know what's going on with Zoom. We know what's going on with Jake Eric, and we get to find out what's the deal with the man in the iron mask. Yeah, who the fuck is who that? Who the fuck is that yeah, son I of a bitch? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I was thinking it was Wally West. Now I don't know. I think it's the real fucking Jake Garrick. I think it's. I think he's it's a, got blonde hair. I he, think when, he, when, when 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 fucking when fucking uh, when uh, when Barry said uh, Jay Garrick. Oh no 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 Jay Garrick when, when he tapped out Jay mm-hmm. and he said no no I know Jay Garrick I yeah. know Jay Garrick he put his head down he's he's pissed off he's like no man right fucking you don't know everything man right I think that's fucking I think that's a I think that's Jay Garrick and look how many times Jay Garrick was gone in every episode that he was in yeah every time he stepped away and then zoom wreak havoc on earth too i got a question for you everybody's had a fucking doppelganger yeah well if he came from earth two mm-hmm. where's jay garrick's doppelganger on earth one mm-hmm. did they answer that yeah they did okay in an earlier episode did yeah they, did, they did, showed him and he was the same character that is Zoom in the comics, and I don't remember his Bro, name. What episode? He, he's wearing like glasses, and he's sitting on a bench, and and uh, him and uh, uh, the girl that's uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Uh-huh. He's talking to her about doppelgangers, and he tells her, "I did run into him, oh, okay. and he's just this professor or whatever." Yeah, and he's he's not to be worried about or something okay. like that. And they showed it. that's there's got to be more to that. Yeah, there is. I mean, why would they show that? It was a, it was a real quick scene, and it, and it was really kind of confusing even mm-hmm. to to watch. I had to watch it a couple of times. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple people he could be. There's like three people that he could be, and and I don't know. It changes every time. 
So it's it's goddamn. I don't want them to show that yet. Yeah. Because I do want him to be back later mm-hmm. on. I want Zoom to be back. Yeah. You know, we we of course. Well, I don't want to spoil all that, but yeah, I want to see Zoom back for sure. In, yeah. in, in the future. What was that car commercial where they go, zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah, I thought about that immediately. Why don't they have Zoom, like, in one of those commercials? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Selling cars and Selling shit. cars. But goddamn, like, what impressed me the most was, like, those scenes where he's, like, you know, he's trying to find Harrison Wells mm-hmm. on Earth 2. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, scribbling it into the buildings in fire, bring yeah. me Wells, and he's sitting on top of that fucking building. Mm-hmm. Man, what an awesome villain. I just thought it was product placement for Wells, <laughs> for, for Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, of course. <laughs> yeah. Which is lame. Toss it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking product placement for Wells Fargo. But God. Wells was Fargo. there a Wells Fargo in there? Uh, we'll get a fucking uh, Dan, uh, Dan from Manchester. You know about <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, Manchester? No, we won't. No, we won't. Yeah, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> but, God, yeah. but goddamn, like, uh, uh, the, the reason I was hesitant on The Flash was because it was a CW show. Mm-hmm. But fucking the whole storyline. You, know, you know what show I'm hearing about the CW? That, that uh, another show on the CW that's really good. Like, like I totally. It, it was Reese uh, Reese from Liverpool. Uh huh. He said, "Watch the 100." I hear, oh, I've heard tons of good stuff about the 100. I hear it's fantastic. I don't yeah, know anything I hear, about. I hear that. the same. I'm, I'm and and Reese. I'm sorry that I fucking. I basically. I, I and when he said that email, I said like, "Oh, it's 20 episodes. It's a CW show. I'm not going to watch it." Reese, I, I think this is something that I'm going to tackle. I'm going to hmm. tackle the 100. I, I hear a lot of. I hear once you get past like three or four episodes, it really starts to pick up, and it's really good sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> I get told as a Lost fan all the time that it should be the next show I watch. Yeah, that the yeah. 100 is really good on the CW. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Guys, uh, DC News real quick. A French magazine had published a, an article, and I think you kind of alluded to this last week, Jay. Mm-hmm. When I don't know if it was on the podcast or like a side conversation. A French magazine had published an article and listed uh, Jenna Malone and Batman v Superman, who we, who, who we know is going to be in the movie. Yeah. They're saying that she's going to be Batgirl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They also listed uh, Callan Mulvey. As KG Beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Yeah. KG Beast from the Suicide Squad. Yes. We've seen that he was in the animated movie. He was the first one to get killed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary. Little Scoot McNary. <laughs> Is that the character or what, actor's what, name? What are you drinking over there? Oh, I'm drinking some Scoot McNary ale. <laughs> I love me some Scoot McNary ale. <laughs> Yellow stars. Green clovers. Purple horseshoes. Blue diamonds. <laughs> Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary. <laughs> Scoot McNary. Or what are you drinking over there? Oh, I'm drinking some Scoot McNary. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I like it. It got better when it got louder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scoot McNary. <laughs> Scoot McNary. And they're saying Scoot McNary is going to be Jimmy Olsen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Jared Leto will also make an appearance in the film as the Joker. This is Batman v Superman. Okay. Talking about. This wow. is from a French magazine. Uh, they said their translation is not great, but that's what they got out of it. <laughs> I saw the magazine. They didn't – in the article that I read, it didn't list the name of the magazine. Ah, uh, that's true. It's kind yeah. of fishy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. No sources. It was almost from like a, a, a movie dictionary type – Thing that's what the, I saw pages in yeah, the magazine, right? And it was detailing every character. That's right. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely. You saw the same thing that yeah. I did. Uh, we're gonna move on to Marvel news real quick. Ow. <laughs> Keep 
hit in your fucking head. Hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel news. <laughs> it's a good one. We got some Marvel emails here, and the first email comes from Zacharias McRutter. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. That's not even fucking Irish or Scottish <laughs> or whatever. Just some Zacharias. This is probably Jewish. <laughs> says, um, this is a weird email. Zacharias, I don't know. Are you just bored? <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever wonder, like, somebody's like, like, they're just fucking bored. It's a rainy day. Yeah. I can't go outside. Right. I'm going to email pop culture. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kill some time. Sup, guys. Just got off work and finally caught up with the episode. Sadly, I didn't see Deadpool till Monday on a date. Unlike most of Brian's, it went really well. Oh, oh rub, rub that, that in. in Deep burn. Fuck it. You know what? How old are you? <laughs> are you in, are you dating in your 20s? He's got to be 20-something. Mm, yeah. Dating in your 20s is fucking easy. It's meaningless. It's, when, hey, wait, <laughs> hey, wait until, hey, hey, you better fucking, you better fucking lock yourself down with some, somebody right now. Yeah. Because if you start dating in your fucking late 30s, it's a fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. It is a bitch. A world of hurt. It is. A, <laughs> it, it, you know what's fucked up? about dating in your fucking in your in your late 30s i'm 38 i can date somebody 10 years younger mm-hmm. or i can date somebody 10 years older yeah it's the whole spectrum the whole fucking that's a 20 year fucking spectrum <laughs> and, and i'm telling you dating is fucking crazy in it your is. late 30s yeah yeah so yeah yeah you, you think you're you think you're the fucking man it went on all my fucking dates in my 20s went well you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah. fucking, it's easy to date in your 20s wait until you're fucking dating women that are fucking like 28 when you're 38 yeah. or they're fucking four, 45 and you're fucking 38 it's fucking crazy absolutely it's all over the fucking place you're all over the fucking map <laughs> Zach Arias thinks he's fucking got it down like he's fucking Hugh Hefner over there and shit. <laughs> fucking, I bet he's sitting there with his fucking like uh, smoking jacket on with a pipe yeah. and shit thinking he's the fucking man. Yeah, just wait. Give it ten fucking years, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Zacharias. But it's true. No, he's not. It's true. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, it is true. Date, yeah. The dating game changes oh, when you're boy. in the late 30s. It's crazy. It changes. Yeah. Uh, he says, and I had some thoughts. While the non-linear plot of this, he's talking about Deadpool, while the non-linear plot of the story worked well as well as well as most of the fourth wall breaks except i have a nitpick uh, one of i have to nitpick one of them there was plenty of moments when he spoke to the audience and no one asked what the fuck he was talking about which i do remember from some comics i don't know i guess i'm just tired and walking home at 145 in the morning Bye, I guess, Army. <laughs> I love like this email. It's great. You know, he did, he did, he addressed it with Colossus, but like, how many times are you going to pull off that joke with other yeah. characters? Yeah. You, you, you keep doing that, and it's not funny anymore. Right. I, the Colossus, Colossus called him out. Yes. And it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, was but funny. you can't keep giving the same joke. Uh, Who are you talking to you 800 times? Yeah. If you if you're giving the same joke every time, it's almost it's like you're watching Jimmy Fallon or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, <uh-oh. laughs> deep cuts. Yeah. True. I hate, I hate the Fallon show too. Yeah, that's I love it when fucking uh, Daniel Tosh fucking rips on him. <laughs> Daniel Tosh fucking rips Jimmy Fallon. He rips him a new asshole. That's good. He deserves it. You know what I love about Daniel Tosh? Is the fact that he won't do interview shows. He won't go, he wouldn't go on like Letterman, he wouldn't go on Fallon, he wouldn't go on Kimmel. He hates that whole fucking scene. Hmm. And he fucking says it on his show. It, you, I've never seen him on like anything else. No. I've just seen him on like Brickleberry, I've seen him do stand up twice in person, and then I see him do Daniel, uh, Tosh.0, oh, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's what I love about Daniel Tosh. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like him a lot more than that last email. <laughs> I can see uh, why, that last email was pretty great. Yeah. Well, I, it was good, but I can <laughs> I can see why he's walking home alone at one forty five in the morning. <laughs> he really stuck the landing on that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear his thoughts at one forty five in the morning. God, can you imagine being stuck with this guy at one forty five in the morning having a conversation with? Him? I just imagine him walking down the street, typing this email out on his iPhone. <laughs> Be careful, man. You might get mugged. Fucking not paying attention like that. <laughs> He's got no one else to talk to but us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, next email comes from uh, Chris Stabell. <laughs> What's up, Leftovers? I was listening to your Deadpool episode and got to the part about judging people for the right reasons. I don't know if you've ever heard of Tim Minchin, but he is a musical comedian who has a song that really strikes that same chord in a funny way. I attached it here for you to listen, have, delete, if you so decide. All of his comedy is great, in my opinion, and would recommend people search him out on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's super fucking smart and hilarious at the same time. Take a listen or don't. Either way, fuck you and thanks for the episodes. Loyal listener, Christabel. Jake, you, you're familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot of comedy music and stuff. I think he's funny. He is? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't listen to it. I haven't it. heard it. Yeah, oh, I haven't yeah. heard it either. Uh, he yeah. sent me the email and I didn't even listen to it. <laughs> I will. I will. I, just, I think I, sometimes like people send me emails with attachments and I'm at work. Yeah. And so I don't get a back, I don't, I don't get back around to watching it until like later, but I will. So thank you, Chris. And fuck you too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, uh, Jake, I know you gotta leave soon. Yes. So yeah, I'm going to, uh, Jake has to leave us early. So, um, you'll get full fucking ass kissing Jake next week. Absolutely. <laughs> Jake's going to leave us. Jake's going to leave us early, but I am going to finish. I am going to finish with, uh, two quick questions here. Uh, real quick. Number one is a Pete's tweets. I thought I tore a pudding cat. All right. Pete Sweets, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, where you been? It's been a while. Been a while. You been since I've been, been addicted. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Pete? Are you are you off seeing another podcast? Oh. No. Okay. He says. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Pete sent me some tweets in the past asking me questions, mm. and it's been on weeks that we're heavy on emails. Uh-huh. So I, I would just, t- to shut him up, I would just answer him in the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's tweets got bumped. I did. I, I, fe- I feel like a dick doing it, but like he'd ask me a question, and I'd be like, God damn it, we've got like fucking 20 emails this week. Pete, I'm just going to answer you. <laughs> I'm just going to answer you now. I love you, Pete, but just here's your answer, and you're not getting any fucking airtime. <laughs> but this week, Pete's getting airtime. Okay. Now, what's All Pete right. got? Pete says, uh, hey, at PC Leftovers, who would you include in your X-Force lineup? I'd love Cable, Cannonball, Domino, Shatterstar, and Warpath. Strife is villain, question mark? Yeah. Mm, interesting. I absolutely agree with you, Pete, on that. Yeah. Except you got to have Boom Boom. Yeah, oh, I love Boom Boom. Yeah, eh, do you? Yeah, <laughs> fuck Shatters. I hate Shatters. I love Shatters. Oh god, I love Shatters. The, 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 the gimmies for me definitely Cable, Cannonball, and I've got to have Domino. After that, they can do whatever they fuck. I'm with want. you. I'm with you. It's got to be Cable. It's got to be Domino. Yeah. It's got to be Cannonball. Yeah. I think it's got to be Boom Boom too. Really? Yeah. No, no Shatterstar Warpath. Oh, I hate Shatterstar. Really? The I thing, hate him. You've got okay. What I loved about this last movie is that we only had like the two side characters of Colossus 
and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah. I don't want this to turn into like a fucking Marvel Avengers event film where we've got to have like twenty different fucking characters in it. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Two girls, two guys. Yeah. I, but I've got it. I've definitely. I'm going to go down the list of who I want. I definitely want. I want. Of course, you got Deadpool st- to start. Then I have to have Cable. Then Domino, mm-hmm. and then Cannonball. And then uh, just because Jake rec- recommended two great animes, I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll say Boom Boom as well. <laughs> I don't want Deadpool on the team though. Okay. I don't. I don't want Deadpool on the team. On the X. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I want X Force possibly going against Deadpool in an yeah. X Force movie. Yeah. That'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I think that'd be great. Yeah. Like him interfering with X Force. The only time he's ever been on the team was I think during the like the Remender run. Yeah. And that's like way like kind of different than the X-Force we're talking about. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they take this. Will they take it the more serious tone of X-Men, or will they leave it in the kind of comedic tone of It's going to be in the comedic tone of Deadpool, absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. But, like, X-Force, to me, was, like, a serious, like, X-Men spin-off. Yeah, yeah. See, see, that's the thing. It's, like, uh, basically, this is, like, your classic, uh, on a a larger scale, like, you've got your comedic actor with your straight man. Okay. That that would make sense. That's what, well, it has to. This is, you can't change that formula in a Deadpool movie. You can't make it serious. Right, right. You have to have him breaking the fourth wall, cracking wise. You have to have him being Deadpool. You have to have a Deadpool movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, that's what I was brought up with, though, was, like, the the very serious X-Force and and Deadpool, to be honest with you, you know, when he was first introduced. So it'll be interesting to see them take it down that road. I I don't Mm -hmm. know where they're going to go with it, but... Uh, final email for a month for Banchester. Uh, God, another fucking Banchester? I know. He follows up. He just guy's got, like, so much on his fucking mind. I know I've emailed already. Sorry, but I can just... Can I just mention something I've been thinking no. about? Yeah. <laughs> that's my rebuttal, too. It's over. <laughs> but can I just mention something I've been thinking about Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool? I have never seen an actor throw himself into so much of the marketing. I know he's a producer, so it really works in his favor to put asses in seats, but... All the interviews, all the TV appearances and commercials, Reynolds looks to be really enjoying it all and throwing himself into everything. Can we say Reynolds has erased his previous superhero mishaps? Much, yes. Much love, Danchester. Yeah. I think he has. That wasn't necessarily his fault even. So like Thank you. It's just no. it's just the roles he was taking, yes. you know. Yeah, if you, you got to be excited to be I, if they said, "Hey Jake, you're going to be in next Green Lantern." I'd yeah. be like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. No, I no, I mean I'd be excited. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that could really catapult his career. Mm-hmm. He doesn't expect it to be some giant fucking steaming yeah. turd pile. I think he was I think he was really good and uh I, I think the story in Green Lantern was awful. I think he, Oh, I agree. I think he was a good Hal Jordan. He man. could definitely mm-hmm. pull it off with the the right story it would yeah. be a great fucking Green yeah. Lantern movie. It's not. It's not at all his fault. He, I mean, can you imagine Ryan Reynolds cracking wise with Ezra Miller and the future Flash? Oh, it would be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would. would be cool. it, it would be great. It's unfortunate that they fucked up that first movie so royally. Yes, I agree. Um, and then Jake, I know we're gonna lose you, but I wanted to bring this up. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the screenwriters for Deadpool, said that they don't want a huge budget for Deadpool two. Nice, but. Those statements were actually made before the success of Deadpool. Mm. They said, we don't want $150 million to make the next Deadpool movie. That's not Deadpool. Deadpool doesn't lift cities up into the air or battle aliens coming down to Earth. So that's just not Deadpool. So we're happy in that little small budget range that they have us in. We don't want to blow this next one out. Um, hmm. 
is this I think it's great news. I think it's great. I still think they're going to inject a little bit more money into this mm-hmm. and not into the whole like universe spanning type Get shit. Get it to the actors. But yeah, and, and just like I said, just better, you know, stunt sequences, a, you know, a little bit not special effects, mm-hmm. but better like, you know. No, 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 you're absolutely right because in the, in this last movie, if you read the original script for Deadpool, yeah. The original script for Deadpool had a different ending. A lot was the same. Like Colossus is continually throughout the script, the leak script, he's continually trying to uh and I haven't read this in years, but he's continually trying to recruit fucking Deadpool to join the X-Men. Mm-hmm. But the end of the fucking um the end of the movie ends with Deadpool uh, strapping himself with a bunch of guns and fucking like killing everybody, and they couldn't pull that off in this movie. Right. Um, and so they used the sword and s- swords instead. So like when he got all the guns together and put them in the Hello Kitty bag, <laughs> they used that as a joke ah. at the end of the movie, basically saying it was kind of like there. It was a meta way to say that yeah, we couldn't afford to. They they told him that you had to lose seven million dollars of the budget. And so that's what they took out. Uh. <laughs> like the studio said, you have to take $7 million off the budget. And so that's what they took out was like this big ending that they wanted. Interesting. And he was supposed to end it with like this scene on the fucking – in a building or on the helicarry or whatever where he's killing all these guys with a bunch of guns strapped to him. Okay. So yeah, I don't think – now they'll be able to write a screenplay. They'll be able to do that though. And now. do whatever they want yes. in the screenplay they write. They could do that ending now though. Yeah. If they wanted to, with the, with him with a bunch of guns, if they really wanted to. We'll probably see more gunplay in Deadpool. And I think that it would be Deadpool funny too. if they broke the fourth wall in this next one and said, oh, yeah, this was the ending you were supposed <laughs> to get in the last movie that we couldn't fucking afford. Yeah, yeah right. that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be great. So, <laughs> all right, Jake. I hate to let you go, man. Yeah, sorry I got a jet earlier on you guys. I got some family matters I got to take care of. But He's got to watch some Urkel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. He fucking he loves family matters. I will be back in full Funko Force next week. Jake, every, like, every time we fucking end an episode, you go home and you binge that fucking family matters show. I love it. I Those love it. Those episodes were fucking uh, Jaleel White walks into that fucking uh, that, that, uh, scientific box and he comes out. What was the character when he comes out? He's all, all cool. Oh, I don't even know. You're a bigger fan than me, apparently. <laughs> you remember those episodes? I remember the episode. I don't remember I what it was re- called. I can't remember. Stefan. Stefan. Yeah, Stephane. dude. When fucking Urkel walks into that fucking uh, yeah. that that fucking chamber and he comes out of fucking uh, dope ass slick motherfucking Stefan. <laughs> That's a real angle. That was a fucking good. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, that no, was no, good. no. He was a recurring character. Yeah, that was good. Stefan had like two or three episodes. Fucking man. smart. Do you know he yeah. did the? He was the voice of Sonic and the. Sonic cartoon oh really yeah okay i didn't know that yeah urkel or jaleel white jaleel white yeah yeah Yeah. he was sonic yeah can i move it yes you did you were the voice of sonic you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to deny all right guys we're gonna come back and it's gonna be me and jay rocking rocking solo hell yeah trying to trying to fucking steer the ship without jay it's a duo (laughs) i know <laughs> but together we are one. Yeah. It's me and gross. Jay. I'll leave for that. All right, guys, we're gonna come back. It's gonna be me and Jay uh, without somebody correcting us <laughs> every fucking five seconds. Asshole. <laughs> be right back. Feedings leftover army. Pop culture leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read, but their listeners can. 
So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. All right, hey, 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 we're back. It's the, uh, it's the, it's the duo you've all been asking for. <laughs> yeah, nobody's. You know there. what? No, hey, we're lucky to get Jake as long as we got him. Yeah, that was good. You yeah. know, I'm glad he came. Me too. Yeah. Mm. A lot of bullshit going on. A lot of bullshit. A lot of shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of shenanigans going yeah. on there. Yep. A little bit of Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary going on. Scoot McNary going on. <laughs> Around the boats. Around the boats. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. But that happened. Yeah, it did. Scoot McNary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey Jay. You know what? We're gonna talk a little bit more about Marvel news. We okay. Had to, we had to cut it short there because Jake had to get the fuck out of here. Yes. Jake's like, you know, I gotta get the fuck. out He had diarrhea. <laughs> He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Jake ran out of here. He's like grabbing his fucking like trousers. <laughs> I said trousers. He's grab. Who fuck says trousers? Uh, hey, what's the difference between trousers and fucking like pants? Pants. What? Are, no, no. What are the difference between what are trousers? I always thought trousers. You had to have like the suspenders. You yeah. know, that's that yeah. would hold up the trousers. Yeah. Like they don't hold up by themselves, and you can't put a belt on. Yeah. So you got to have some kind of suspender unit. Oh, okay. You know, Thank that's you. what I'm thinking. History buff, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mister History <laughs> trousers. Big yeah. difference, you yeah. stupid shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge difference between pants and trousers. They don't have the they don't have the belt loops. No, no belt nope. loops. Yeah. So like that's back in the day when uh, yeah they they couldn't e- did they use the rope around the trousers and tie it up like a like a like a fucking rope? They might have, but yeah. I, I feel like suspenders are in action. Yeah. somewhere. Yeah, a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of suspender action. Yeah, yeah. suspension of disbelief. <laughs> When it comes to talking about trousers, it's, it's kind of it's a mystery. It's more formal, I yeah. guess. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Can't wait for that fucking history special. Yeah. <laughs> Mythbusters. Mythbusters. <laughs> they come back and talk about trousers. Yeah. <laughs> you asked well, for Well, I think Jamie does wear trousers on that show. Really? Yeah. I does he, he refer does. to him as trousers? We'll have to look at that. Yeah. We'll have to look closely and deeply. Gosh. <laughs> All right, guys. A promotional catalog. We're back into Marvel news. Should I play the? No, I'm not going to play yeah, a bumper again. No, everybody yeah, knows. You know, a promotional catalog handed out by the studio at a Toy Fair 2016 in New York City revealed that its next untitled Wolverine movie, slated to be Hugh Jackman's last turn in the role, will be R-rated. Ah, this is something, guys. This is something that we, me and you have. And Jake, we've talked about like an R-rated Wolverine movie in the past, and yes. how we'd like to see it. Um, Wolverine three will be directed by James Mangold, the same director they had uh, last time around for the Wolverine, and it'll open uh, in theaters March third, two thousand seventeen. 
But they're talking about this one. They're they're gonna. You know what I mean with the success of Deadpool. They're talking about this one being an R-rated Wolverine movie. Yeah. What are you thinking, man? Are are you down for an R-rated Wolverine movie, or is this kind of like, oh, okay, they're just fucking, uh, they're just going off of the uh, Deadpool movie. They got they got they got to do it. They oh, they got to do the fucking R-rated to get the fucking uh, the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's definitely the catalyst for it. But as far as what I think most fans of Wolverine are clamoring for was an R-rated movie from the very get-go. I'm with you. So I think, you know, I think it's only going to add to whatever they come up with. Okay. They're not going to be breaking the fourth wall. No. They're not going to be telling dirty jokes. But, I mean, you know, uh, we could get a few more F-bombs out of... We usually Wolverine drops an F-bomb. He does. Like in the... uh, Well, he did it in uh, Wolverine... No, he didn't. He did it first in... uh, uh, he said, who first the, class. Yeah, who the fuck are you? Or, or, or fuck off, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he when uh, McAvoy tried to recruit, which him. I think people cheered for. Yeah. just for that fucking line. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, man, I I think this is this maybe, is much needed. Maybe more villains. I think I think what what, what they're gonna do is they're just gonna make it this a uh, little bit more ultra violent. Yes. Than we've seen old, uh, Wolverine movies. Maybe him decapitating some people. Yeah, possibly. Well, it's it's absolutely needed for his character to be fully fleshed out from what we know as comic yeah. book readers and people that really give a shit yeah. about the character. Fuck yeah, man! It, it needs to be R rated. Uh, what? Well, I mean, we haven't properly seen him go feral either. No, uh-uh. and they can do that. He can go into straight like fucking Wolverine rage mode. Yeah, and every time that they've tried that, it's it's fallen flat. Like there's no impact. Because yeah. you know how much this character is capable of, yeah. and we've never seen that. This guy is a straight-up fucking killer. Yeah, He's a good guy at heart, yeah, but he gives in to, just as much as the Hulk yeah. gives into his anger, fucking Wolverine gives into it all the time. Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him go feral. He kills people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I absolutely think that's necessary to make that character on you know, for people that aren't familiar with his background to actually see what Wolverine is and yeah. why people fucking love Wolverine. I love the fact that they're talking about making this R-rated. I was not. If you go back and you listen to our uh, the Wolverine uh, review, I did toss the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody else kind of tasted it. Yeah, I, I tasted it. it. Yeah. Um, I did toss it, so I wasn't the biggest fan of James Mangold's Wolverine, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, with the R rating and and I think with maybe the studio kind of like uh, in full support um, of uh, Lauren Schuler Donner and uh, I, I hope everybody's kind of like on the same page with this and I hope we get a great fucking Wolverine movie finally yeah I mean uh, Hugh Jack I, honestly like every movie that Hugh Jackman's been in with the X Men I think he's been great oh yeah. But I don't think the movies have been great. No. In my opinion. No. Except for Days of Future Past, which I really enjoyed. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's what to me has been holding back all of his movies from being great. And I, and I also think that's the studio's involvement as with The Last Wolverine. Yeah. You know, we've got to have a big bad showdown with the Silver Samurai, which was totally garbage. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the movie was okay, in my opinion, compared to, you know, the big bad showdown. Mm -hmm. But that's not that's not there were so many scenes in that where if they had the freedom 
to take the character where he actually is supposed to be would have been great. Yeah. There's there's so many instances in that. So now I think they have more. That's all it is. It's not like I don't think they're going to excessively use it. They're not going to use it in the way they used it in Deadpool. No. Absolutely. No, this absolutely. is a, this is a different character. This is a serious character. But it's something I think that's been holding it back. Yeah. And it's what everybody just wants to see that badass moment where where Wolverine finally just gets fucking violent as shit. Yeah. That's who he is. It's just too bad that it's kind of like uh, when he says it, it's like like this is my swan song. Yeah. This is the last dance with the character and this is this is me going out, but I'm hoping that he'll go out on top. And, Absolutely. And I hope that this movie does gangbusters in the box office and I hope it's a movie that I can look back on and be like, yeah, I'm glad that it ended this way for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, he de- he deserves it. Just yeah. just like Ryan Reynolds deserves what he's getting now yeah Hugh Jackman fucking believes in that character and yeah. that that to me is like speaks volumes if you're into it that much like right. I am I am fucking into Wolverine right he's fucking into it you know okay one of the things that I was thinking about last week dude you know like how like Sony worked out a deal with Marvel Studios yeah to have Spider-Man in the MCU and vice versa you know like Avengers characters show up in Spider-Man movies yeah and I think it's all great I think it's great I, 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 I can't wait to see like what Kevin Feige does with Spider-Man I don't know if it's going to be good or not but I'm hoping it does yeah you know I'm like uh, that's the one thing like I liked I liked Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Me too. I didn't love Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man because Spider-Man in the comic books is snarky, great quips, and I felt like Tobey Maguire was kind of like a whiny baby yeah. and the crybaby Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, Garfield, on the flip side, I kind of liked him when he quipped, mm-hmm. when they gave him that shit. I loved you know some of the stuff that he did but i wasn't 100% sold on him and i'm hoping that fucking you know tom holland can be that snarky fucking witty spider-man that we've all been wanting cracking jokes yes. cracking wise the entire movie i hope that's what we get but i don't know we'll see that remains to be seen but marvel worked out a deal with sony to have spider-man in the movies in the mcu this is completely hypothetical yeah okay Think about this for a second. What if Fox works out a deal with some? Hold on, hold on. No, what if Fox works out a deal to have Deadpool show up in a Spider-Man movie? Oh, and geez. hold on, hold on, because we all would love to see Spider-Man and Deadpool in yes. the movie together. But what if they work? But also in the Spider-Man movies, Avengers characters could show up. Mm. Think about this. What if Sony worked out with a deal, a deal with uh, with uh, Fox Studios? But they didn't work out a deal with the MCU, with Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. How hilarious that would be when you've got a scene with Deadpool and Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden, Deadpool breaks down the fourth wall and says, Hey guys, uh, I gotta leave right now because Captain America's gonna end up making an appearance. <laughs> yeah. And I can't be in a scene with him because we haven't worked out a deal with Marvel Studios. Right. I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> it would be fantastic. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, that's a total possibility. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, honestly, I'm just saying it because I think it's funny. Oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it is a possibility. I don't know. I think it might create more problems because yeah. of, a, of a cohesive universe between all the companies. But yeah, I, 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 I'm just bringing it up because I think it's funny. I think it'd be I don't think awesome. that anything. I don't think that anything with Fox Studios, Sony, and Marvel could actually be worked out until. They figure out after what what Marvel figures out what they're going to do after the end of Phase Three, right? 
Right. That makes sense. They've got everything mapped out until phase three. And then after phase three, I mean, we could lose Robert Downey Jr. We could lose Hemsworth and Chris Evans. But it feels like phase three could move on to phase four because we just started a new Tom Holland Spider-Man in phase three. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where everything's going. Yeah, that's true. After Infinity War. That's true. I mean, but but when I think of Deadpool and I think of how great, you know, his his comedic chops were in that movie. Yeah. I I immediately think to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely where Deadpool's humor comes from in the comic books was Peter Parker's I Spider-Man. Agree. I agree with you. So yeah. like it would be only fitting that somehow they could tie those two together. But how good that, that that's what we need to see is like how good is Tom Holland going to be as Spider-Man? Yeah. Can Tom Holland as a 15-16 year old hold his own against fucking Tony Stark. Right, and that, and that's kind of what pisses me off about the formula of the Marvel movies. It's okay. like, you have all this humor, and then you're trying to introduce one of the smartest, quickest, wittiest characters in that universe, which is Spider-Man. Yeah. You're trying to bring him into this universe that already cracks jokes every five well, minutes. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna rate these characters on humor, you're gonna go Spider-Man 1. Yeah. And then, you know, anybody else is, yeah. it's, it's almost like in this universe, like Star Wars up there now. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like Chris Pratt, you know, I mean, so. I know, so look at all you the. Want, you want Spider-Man to shine over Chris Pratt yes. and, and Robert Downey Jr. Especially after Deadpool. You have a character that's so fucking funny, and then you have one of the funniest characters that he was based upon. Yeah. And you're bringing him into the Marvel universe that already has fucking joke. What I joke. found, what I found was interesting though, and I and don't quote me, but if you go to IMDb and you look up Tom Holland, Tom Holland's father I think is a comedy writer. Oh, is he? Okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm hoping that rubbed off on Tom. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. I, I want him to be funny. I want. Yeah. I this is the one Marvel movie <laughs> that needs to be funny. Yeah. The one character that should be funny. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. They've already overplayed that card. That's a great point. So it, it, great I don't point. know, man. But yeah. yeah, I would love to see Deadpool in that universe. Mm-hmm. God damn. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has begun uh, filming, and Kurt Russell is confirmed, hmm. as well as uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, I guess she starred in The Man from Uncle with Henry Cavill. Okay. Uh, Henry Cavill and uh, Army Hammer. Yes. I haven't seen that movie yet. I haven't seen it either. I'm sorry. I love both those guys. I need to watch it. Yeah. I, I Lone Ranger was okay. It was all right. I love Army Hammer though because yeah. I'm a big Reaper fan, and he was in Reaper season two. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't fucking mention is fucking episode three of this reboot of X Files. Tyler Tyler Labine was in that episode at the beginning. He was one of the fucking guys out in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking, fucking Tyler Labine. Yeah, Tyler Labine. He must be an X Files fan, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for him to be in that. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn announced that Kurt Russell knew uh, this. Uh, the Kurt Russell news on his Facebook page. Hmm. So it's been confirmed. It was confirmed by James Gunn that Kurt Russell is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy two. We believe that he's going to be playing the uh, father of uh, Peter Quill. Uh, uh, James Gunn said, my favorite movie as a small child was The Strongest Man in the World. So I'm glad to announce that, yes, Kurt Russell has joined our cast, and yes, he is more awesome a dude than I could have ever imagined. Hmm. <clears throat> so, Kurt Russell is confirmed for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I guess we're all supposed to believe that he is going to be played 
uh, be playing uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord's father. Yeah. Uh, it's also, I think, as far as I know, James Gunn has said he is not Jason. Okay. So, whoever Peter Quill's father is, it's not going to be his father from the comics. Wow, interesting. So, damn, I, I don't, I don't know where they're going to go with that. Then you know, mm-hmm. like to me, like that was the logical choice for that. Mm-hmm. So to tell that story in an, in, in an interesting way, to, for him to be his father, it's got to be kind of a big deal. Like they built that up in the first episode. Could it be Adam Warlock? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think like if if they leave Adam Warlock out of this, you're you're cheating a lot of people, and I think they know that. I think they know they have to have Adam Warlock. Like in my heart of hearts, I believe that James Gunn knows that Adam Warlock has to be in this story. Mm-hmm. As his father, though, I mean, I don't know because that's a stretch. I mean, he wasn't in the comic books. Oh, I know. I know. So. No, 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 I know. But uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark didn't create Ultron, but he did in the Age of Ultron movie. True. That was yeah. Hank Pym. Yeah. So, and he did stay in the first Guardians. He was a, uh, he was he was light. He was he was just like light. He was an angel. He was no, an the, angel. The mother said that your father was an angel. And to me, that would be Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Who else would it be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Either. But fucking Kurt Russell in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie—that's a fucking Tupperware. I'm I'm totally into that. Oh yeah, me too. Anything you bring him into it, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, smart choice. Yeah, it's a great choice. But I don't I don't know where they're gonna go with that story. I think that he's the only one that could play fucking uh, Chris Pat Chris Pratt Star Lord's oh, father. Yeah, absolutely, it's perfect. He's got to be smart. He's got to be quippy. Yeah. You know all those things that yeah. Chris Pratt is. So I, yeah, it'll be interesting. It, it's a whole new take on it. Mm-hmm. So I I have to I have to go with it and yeah. see what happens. It's a wait and see. Yeah. All right, guys, we're, uh, we're going to move on to uh, Star Wars news. Gigant! What's Amisa saying? You're supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What do you got to say? Goddamn Luke. <laughs> Why is he so whiny? Taking the place of Jake here. (laughs) (laughs) Like Jake never even left. I'm tossing Star Wars. (laughs) The runtime. But yeah, yeah, Luke's Luke's kind of whiny in that clip. A little bit. A little bit. All right. I I think we agree on that every week. We do. Can we drop it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we can drop it. All right, cool. (laughs) I don't want to have to ban you from the podcast. That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, it would be. All right, guys. Star Wars news. Uh, some news out of makingstarwars.net about Rogue One, uh, where they might have learned the name of Felicity Jones's character. You know what I'm really excited about? What's that? Jason Ward over at makingstarwars.net. He followed us. Uh, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding you. Holy shit. Jason Ward over at makingstarwars.net. He followed Pop Culture Leftovers, and he follows uh, me personally Wow. And I follow him. It made, it, that made my fucking day. That's awesome, man. Dude, I... Yeah. I, so. fi- I, I fucking... Re- I, you know, I like, no no jokes aside, I respect everything. I, like, I go there every day to yeah. see if he fucking posted something. Yeah. Wow. I've emailed him a couple times and shit. And, That's awesome. And, uh, like, I emailed him one time because I thought, like, I had, like, a news-breaking story. <laughs> And I emailed him, and then, like, I realized, like, it was debunked. Yeah. And so I emailed him back, and I'm, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like such a fucking idiot. I sent you bullshit. I <laughs> realized what I just sent you was bullshit. And he 
he replied back and he's like, don't sweat it, man. It's oh, all cool. Oh, damn. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I do respect that guy. Oh, yeah. Jason. Fucking, oh, man. Those guys over at makingstarwars.net, they're great. That's the funnest news that I read all week they're is great. when I go to their site. They're all great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it made my fucking, it was like uh, a week, week and a half ago, and Jason, awesome. Jason Ward followed me, and he follows Pop Culture Leftovers Fuck. now. What's yeah. he thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't but, know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Um, Star, makingstarwars.net, uh, they might have learned the name of Felicity Jones's character, uh, Here's the quote. If this is not a code name, Felicity Jones will play Jin. J-Y-N. Jin. J-Y-N. Okay. Uh, if the rumors are accurate, Jin is the daughter of Galen, but their last names are still unknown. Galen, I, that is, that is, is that Star Wars canon? I've heard that name in Star Wars. Galen, before. yeah, I am absolutely familiar with that, but I don't, you don't know? I don't know the actual story. Is that Zahn or is that, what is that? Galen. I feel like I know that that's like, I've heard that fucking name in Star Wars before. Absolutely have heard that before, but I I don't know what the reference is. Uh, It has been said more, it's G-A-L-E-N. Okay. It has been said more than once that her name is something like Jenny or Ginny. To me, it makes me ponder if there is a more endearing version of the name like Ginny, for instance. Okay. J-Y-N-I-E. Is what they're saying. So, okay. are you looking at like? Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm Wikipedia. looking at Wikipedia. Um, yeah, here it is. Oh, codenamed Starkiller. What the fuck? Okay, this article is about one of Darth Vader's pupils. Oh, okay. Yes, isn't this the pupil that they uh, they kind of covered up? Like uh, Darth Vader had another pupil. Yeah, and it, and it says you may be looking for his clone, other trainees, or Darth Vader, other uses. Of the word Star Killer. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, Galen. Galen Merrick is his last name. M A R E K. Merrick. Okay. I know I've heard that name before. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going. I'll, I'll keep sure. Uh, the name, they're talking about Jin. Uh, the name has appeared in various places in Star Wars before. One such appearance was in Star Wars Droids with a character named Jin Oba. There was a Jin Noram. And Jin Odan as well. It almost appears as if the name is a common name in the galaxy, but the other names are legend status now. Wow. Jin from Rogue One may be the only canon Jin. While it is a name seen before, it is unlikely most fans have any association with it in Star Wars before. We think there's a good chance that this is the name and not a code. However, you can never tell, as Kira was all over lots of things for Rey in The Force Awakens. Which, when we were talking about Rey originally, mm-hmm. we had heard the code name Kira before. We assumed, me and Jake assumed, that Rey's name in The Force Awakens, that Daisy, Riddler, Daisy Ridley was going to be Kira. Right. Because, like, on, uh, I think they had said, like, on, like, her dressing room trailer door. And they had put the the code name of Kira all over her shit. So like me and Jake, we totally for fucking months we called Ray Kira right. for the longest time. Uh, but they're saying that this they 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 think this is not a code name. They said we have heard Jin is the name of the character with Seal Leader Green as her production code name. So hmm. basically, Seal Leader Green is her Kira. 
and Jin is her real name, which would be like Ray. Okay. Yeah. Only time will tell if this is the name of Felicity Jones' character in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, or if it is a clever code name. Fuck yeah! I mean, I mean, yeah. The Wikipedia says this is one of Darth Vader's pupils, Galen. Galen. Yeah. And that, yeah, like Star Killer is one of the code names of this character as well. Okay. Uh, fuck. What the hell does that mean? Well, I mean, we know that we're gonna get. We're ninety nine point nine percent sure that Vader's going to show up in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Does he have a pupil though? I mean, I mean, is that far fetched that he's got a pupil? I don't see that because the Sith Lords, you know, one master, one apprentice. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it ever is. Yeah, but like, so why why the fuck would there be an apprentice to Darth Vader at this point? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm. More- but it always seems like like these fucking like Sith lords are kind of shady and shit. Like even fucking uh, Darth Vader was trying to talk to Luke about like taking over the Emperor. That's true. You know, like uh, you you know what I mean. Kind of, you know what I mean. Right. I mean, that's their yeah. main goal is to kill their master. Yeah. That is a Sith code. Well, we saw Plagueis. Plagueis talked about doing it with fucking uh, bragging no, no, about no, uh, uh, Palpatine. Yeah. Talk to Anakin about doing that to Plagueis. Absolutely bragging about killing Plagueis. Yeah. And that's part of their code. It's fucking like the, every, every, Sith are all about blindsiding their master. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's basically the Spartan way. Yeah. You know, the weakest dies yeah. and the strongest survives. And we even saw it in The Force Awakens, it felt like, when, uh, uh, you know, Han had the speech with fucking uh, uh, Kylo yeah. and said, hey, dude, uh, it's fucking snow could just he's just gonna use you and kill you yeah and then fucking next thing you know kylo ren's talking to ray out in the forest and shit in that fucking winter wonderland ah that's a good point and he's like i can teach you that's a good point yeah so that would not be so far-fetched you know vader might have his secrets man and galen could be one of those secrets hmm interesting i mean and we know that he's already had an uh, an apprentice in the past when he was a jedi with ahsoka right you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. We know that he's been a teacher before, so he might have a light side apprentice and he might have a dark side apprentice for all we know. Wow, fuck. It's that, interesting. That could be true. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Justin LaSalata posted on Twitter. I don't know who this guy is, but he, it, it, it's apparently it's important. Okay. Justin <laughs> LaSalata posted on Twitter that he has seen the Rogue One packaging and he has a description of what it looks like. The packaging has our heroes in a V-style group pose. Okay. So, like, the the letter V. Yeah. So you have, like, all the characters from Rogue One, like Mads Mikkelsen and fucking Forrest Whitaker, Felicity Jones, mm-hmm. uh, Donnie Yen, all these sons of bitches. They're, wow. in, a, they're in a fucking V formation. Okay? Uh, Rogue One title is printed underneath the group shot. There's a large right-facing Darth Vader helmet. That's situated above the group shot to the right. Okay. So Darth Vader's in the promotional packaging. There is some male character, and this is uh, you know what we haven't reported this character, but this has been uh, this is news that that's been out for a few weeks now, and I haven't reported this character. I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but there is a male character dressed in all white with what looks to be a cape. Oh shit! Have you heard about this? I, I heard that was Benicio del Toro's no, description. No, 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 description of his character in the in the other movie. But that's Star Wars Episode Eight. I know, but I heard that was his 
Okay. That's what he looked like. I kind of, I kind of like remember that too. It's kind of weird. But okay. they said there's a male character dressed in all white with what looks to be a cape. He is located in the lower right section beneath the group shot. Hmm. Um, so I was thinking like, like, like what you said, like with Benicio del Toro, like I, I heard that too. Yeah. For some reason that, that, that kind of registers with me. But like, could it be Ben Mendelssohn's character possibly? It could also be Ben Mendelssohn. Yeah. yeah. But, but I did read something, I swear. I, I don't know what the actual yeah. you know, description was, but they said that that was one of his scenes. Yeah, but, but see, Ben, uh, Benicio del Toro was just cast. Yeah. In Star Wars Episode Eight. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Yeah. But he was just cast in that in Star Wars Episode Eight. That's true. So Maybe they're getting that confused. As far as I know, Rogue One's already been shot. They're in, like, post-production. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, fucking guy in a white cape. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck that could be. Mm. Yeah. Another four? Uh, mm. No, dude. Liberace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Possibly fucking Liberace. It's, well, that it's, is Liberace. It's a yeah. it's a white cape, and he's got like rhinestones on it and shit. Okay, so they're saying and he plays a piano. They're saying we in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> they're saying we've got the group in a V shape. Yeah, we've got Vader's helmet at the at the top, mm-hmm. and then we got this this white cape. Guy. Okay, so they got Vader. He's uh, situated above the root uh, above the gro- uh, grop group. I can't say it. I said root. group. He's <laughs> Vader is uh, situated above the group in the V-shot to the right. And then there is a male character dressed all in white with what looks to be a cape. He is located in the lower left section beneath the group. So you've got Vader in the upper right, white cape dude, lower left. Is the white cape dude his apprentice? Why would he be in all in white? Well, I mean, stormtroopers are all in white too. And well, why would Vader be at the top and then this guy be at the bottom? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a weird pattern. They have this. Yeah, but it, it makes me think of yin and yang. It makes me think of like light versus the dark. True, true. So I don't know. I don't know. It makes me think like you know what I mean. Like part of me thinks like the dude in white could be like an evil character, but I don't know. That's weird. I I don't know if they're going to introduce. I I don't know if that. I, I don't know if I like the fact that they were they would introduce his apprentice. I don't know if like I'm down with that at all. Mm. But at the same time, like it's very interesting to me if if he did like like you said like they are very fucking like backstabbing. So they do do that, and they they have showcased that in the story. Okay, so you think that this character could be Galen, and that. It's possible, man. So the character all in white could be Galen. That's quite fucking Cause I possible. Because keep, I keep hearing the rumor that uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character is almost kind of like a uh, Grand Moff Tarkin type character. That's what I thought, too. Like a General Hux character that he's kind of like an, an imperial fucking like officer. Right. A lead officer. Right. And, and the most extreme of that we've seen is Captain Phasma. Yeah. So it's not far-fetched yeah. that that could happen. That they have this person that is kind of this uber, you know, villain mm-hmm. at the same time as you have the main guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck that could be. Yeah. It has to be Mendelssohn. Why would they not show I him? don't think it's Mendelssohn. In the white cape? You don't, I don't think so? I don't. I don't. I, I do think – I think that the white cape 
person is going to be somebody completely different, and I think Ben Mendelsohn's character will be that officer. Do you think he's a Jedi? No, 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 no. Do you think they sent this rogue squadron knowing... No, uh, that they have this Jedi. No, Jake. No. Gareth, Gareth Edwards has come out and said that Rogue One, there will be no Jedi. Okay, okay. There will be no Jedi in Rogue One. Okay. I do not think that White Cape Dude is a Jedi, nor do I think that Ben Mendelsohn will be White Cape Dude. Okay. I think that Ben Mendelsohn will be kind of like more like your Grand Moff Tarkin, your Hux type character. I think that we don't know who White Cape Dude yeah, is. But for him to be in the promotional poster, he's important. So who the fuck is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I mean, he's I mean, a very important character. The Sith wouldn't. This have... is the second time that White Cape Dude has showed up in rumors. So I think that right. there is going to be somebody in a white cape. Right. And he, he wouldn't have to necessarily. They don't need a, a, a Sith to subvert. A plan that they they don't know that these rogues mm-hmm. are going in to seal the Death Star plans. Right. So why would this guy even be in play? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm. I don't know, man. Could this be? Could this be an early version of Lor Santeca? Ah, that's a good fucking point. I don't know. That's a good fucking point. I don't know. Could this be Lor Santeca in his prime? That's a good fucking possibility, man. Because I can't. I really. I, don't know. I really can't think of any other reason that. I don't. Th- I don't see the Empire yeah. as putting somebody. If they already know about this plan, they're not going to put some fucking spy. I think it's going to be a new character. I'm yeah. just kind of trying to like, if I could tie it into another character, I would say maybe Lorsenteka. But I think it will be. I think it'll be a new character that I'll catch us by surprise. Yeah, that's interesting. But I don't know. Yeah, and and like I said, I heard about the same character, but in yeah. the next Star Wars movie, I did too. I did too. You're not so, crazy. You're not okay, crazy. Okay, you're not crazy because like like when you first said it, like Benicio del Toro, I kept thinking to myself, no, but Benicio del Toro has been cast for Episode Eight, right? But like on the flip side, I've also heard Benicio del Toro in a white cape. See that's and that's the only time yeah. I've heard of it. So yeah. goddamn, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, more ru- more rumors coming out about uh, Rogue One, and these rumors also came from MakingStarWars.net. I have been told that Black Stormtroopers in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, will belong to an elite unit called Death Squad. Nice. It takes me back to the Kenner line of Star Wars action figures that had a Death Squad commander before it was renamed Star Destroyer Commander. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the name is in tribute or merely a badass-sounding coincidence. I think it is in tribute. I mean, we saw Starkiller Base, which is tribute to the original script. Yes. So I think it is, yeah, I think they're taking a lot from that. I mean, and we've seen a lot from The Force Awakens take it away from, like, old uh, Ralph McQuarrie designs. Yes. So I think uh, they pay homage to a lot of stuff that wasn't used. Yeah, the Shadow Troopers were one of the coolest. Yeah. Non-canon things that were introduced. Sounds like they're going to be canon now, though. I hope so. Well, Donnie Yen posted the picture of Ah, Shadow Trooper. Yes, that was exciting as fuck. So I hope to God he's a Shadow. No, I can guarantee you we're getting Shadow Trooper. Yes, yes. Okay, the average height of the Stormtrooper in The Force Awakens was five foot ten. Well. This movie, they said they're going to have Darth Vader in this film, right? Yeah. Okay. So Darth Vader is over six foot. Yeah. They want the stormtroopers, the shadow troopers, to be a little bit more ominous than the regular, you know, stormtroopers. Right. The average stormtrooper shadow, slash shadow trooper that they cast in the roles of this film are between six three and six four. Cool. <laughs> Fucking cool. Because they're going to stand. They're going to stand above. 
the fucking regular stormtroopers. Oh man, people will not be talking shit about stormtroopers after oh, shadow no. troopers. Fuck no! Holy shit! I can't wait. So that that's the rumor that I've heard. Yeah, I um, hope that's true. In trooper so. news, I've also this, this is also more making StarWars.net. In trooper news, I've heard another trooper mention called the Pinnacle Trooper. At this time, I have no point of reference for the design. I do wonder, speculate, if it will be the long-faced black stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. In other word, in other points of clarification, the stormtrooper with the green lights by the microphone areas of the mask are the classic death trooper and not the long-faced one we saw in the Donnie Yen released photo of mm. the masks. Wow. If this information pans out to pertain to screen-use terms, we will have a scarab trooper, a pinnacle trooper, and a death squad consisting of black stormtroopers in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The Empire has never sounded more menacing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. God damn, that's awesome news. I, I hope that's true. I hope that's one of the things they carry from the non-canon. Because that was, that was like reading it on page. I didn't even see visuals of this. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like Timothy Zahn's novels. Right. Talking about, you know, like the, de- the, the, I, I think they were actually called space troopers. Maybe they were called shadow troopers. I don't remember. Right. But either way, like that was just like, yeah, fuck it. Forget about what you know about stormtroopers. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm excited about that. I kind hope of so. like an, 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 it sounds like there's an elite group. Yeah. And there's there's like an elite, an elite, elite, elite group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, fuck, that's so just awesome. when you think you've seen it all, yeah. another group. I mean, think about yeah. how excited you were about the stormtrooper with the baton in the yeah. Force Awakens. Right. Finally, a badass stormtrooper. Right. These guys are like predator oh, yeah. style. Yeah. Fucking stormtroopers! Yeah. Here, 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 they've got the batons and the riot shields. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait uh, until you see these guys. God damn. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Shit, I hope I hope so. I hope this is really real. looking forward to Rogue One. Really looking forward to finally seeing an official trailer with some action. Up the ante on what those guys can do. And please, I want to know who the fuck is Mads Mikkelsen playing in this yeah. fucking film? What the fuck? God damn it! I want to know. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight news. This is more of the uh, kind of like the production filming news. Uh, looks like Lucasfilm will have their own drone. Uh, own dr- excuse me. Lucasfilm will have their own drones to take out drones for the filming of Star Wars Episode Eight. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Michael Skellig. Michael Skellig Island, where they were filming filming. You know, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, they were filming some of like the scenery and stuff like that. The, th- the interesting thing about like the filming at Michael Skellig is like they actually like recreated Michael Skellig at at fucking like in Los Angeles uh-huh. because they've got a lot of scenic shots from Michael Skellig. Yeah, but when they actually tried to like film there, there's especially for Star Wars Episode Eight. There's too many birds there uh-huh. at Michael Skellig. That they couldn't film. Okay. So they had to recreate that fucking island and the the the, the white bricks and all that wow. shit. Yeah. At the end of the movie that we saw, mm-hmm. they had to recreate that in a studio because it was in real life. Michael Skellig is just so many fucking. Yeah, you couldn't film it yeah, properly. It's yeah. too many birds, and so. But um, when they were filming at Michael Skellig, and when they were filming in these different spots. There were people trying to get p- 
pictures of production and they would use these fucking drones. Oh shit. So now they're ready for this. So Lucasfilm <laughs> oh now God. has their own drones. That's insane. To take out drones <laughs> oh that are trying to film Star Wars Episode Eight. Wow. That's how fucking that's how they they want to keep this under lock and key. Hell yeah. So they are they are prepared to take out fucking drones that are trying <laughs> that have like these fucking GoPro cameras and they're trying to film fucking uh, shit from episode 8. Like wow. the, that's where we got fucking like, you know, we got pictures of fucking like Adam Driver on set. We yeah. got all the you know when they're when they're filming this shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. The fucking times we're living. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to take out other drones. Yeah. But I I hey. commend I respect the shit out of them they said that. you can't fight fire with fire you can you can fight drones with drones yeah yeah you fucking can mm-hmm. i respect the shit out of that that's awesome yeah keep yeah. it under wraps man that's yeah. awesome last thing i want to talk about is major possible spoilers for episode eight so you spoiler pussies i'll play it again yeah <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> this is a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning Today's forecast calls for Chick sounds so hot. <laughs> you have been warned. She sounds fucking pussies. hot. God, you want to fuck her and Apple. <laughs> she- Dan West. Dan West, you might want to get out of here now because these, these are possible spoilers. And, and I want to thank our boy Luther Shaver for sending me this, uh, this link. Hmm. Hopefully it'll play correctly. Uh, this is a uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Full plot leak ending. Oh shit. You heard about this? No. I sent it to you guys in a fucking uh, text message. I didn't see it. I sent this. it to you, Jake, and Frank. It's a uh, Star Wars Episode Eight full plot leak ending. It talks about another character that we haven't even heard about, if this is true, named Vaughn. And I keep thinking to myself, Thrawn. Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn and Thrawn. Yeah. But I also keep thinking, like, is Benicio del Toro Vaughn? Okay. And it sounds like this guy is fighting side by side uh, with uh, – you know what? I'll just play it. Let okay. me Let me play this. Hopefully it's going to be loud enough for everybody to hear. Hurry up. <laughs> I hate it when shit takes long. It's on YouTube. Yeah. So after trying to upload this video three times on my backup channel, well, I got this. Oh, wow. Okay. Disney blocked so it. So here okay. I am today on my main channel. I had to retitle it, and so far this video is doing okay. So sit in your seats, speculate, tell me what you think about this, and it'll be fun to uh, discuss about exactly what this all adds up to for Star Wars Episode Nine. Alright, so let's get right into it. So, outside the Texel on Ragnacta, Luke and Rey land the Falcon in a secluded region to remain unseen. R2-D2 stays behind. While Chewbacca takes Finn to overwatch Rey and Luke infiltrate the Texel safely. As Poe pursues Vaughn and Kylo Ren, Poe's communications go down, preventing him from telling the crew it's all an ambush. Leia urges Poe through another form of communication to warn them. With the First Order scrambling Poe's communication still, Sika, from above, finds Poe's location and drops a communication pod. Sika, having difficulty to elude the First Order pursuer, gets shot down. Poe realizes 
Sika's demise, and installs the communication framework. Luke and Rey progressing their way through the Texel to unlock the main core where Snoke is located end up in a standoff with Vaughn and Kylo Ren. Poe, with communications now up, warns Finn that it's all a ploy and that he must retrieve Luke and Rey. Finn, sprinting his way toward the main entrance, discovers the door is locked. Rey, Luke, Vaughn, and Kylo Ren exchange words just before the main core unlocks itself. Luke and Snoke meet. Snoke, frightened, yet prepared, advises Luke about their impending doom. Snoke, revealing he lives primarily as energy. (laughs) Poe transfers Finn some explosives. Finn yields the explosives before placing them and blows open the door. Rey and Luke ignite their lightsabers just after Vaughn and Kylo Ren ignite theirs. A duel takes place between the four. Snoke, displeased with what has taken place, takes over Rey's mind as she goes against Luke. Luke now dueling against three. Sights... Okay, I'm gonna stop right here. Fucking shit. Okay, what... (laughs) What, what what's amazing about this, and I'm going to start playing it again. What's amazing about like what he just said? He says Snoke takes over Ray's mind. Yes. Well, in the novelization of the fucking movie, Snoke is a voice that Ray hears in her head. Uh huh. And she hears Snoke in the novelization. It says Snoke tells her to kill. Kylo Ren. Oh fuck! Do you remember okay. that scene where she, yeah, where she closes her eyes? Yeah. During that whole scene, that's where fucking uh, Snoke tells her to kill Kylo, oh, and she she doesn't give in to it, man. She remembers like you know, she remembers what Maz tells her instead. Yeah. Wow. So it's basically it's like almost like uh, Snoke takes over Ray at this point. There's got to be a connection between her and fucking Snoke. Yeah. If this is true, if this rumor is true. Oh, man, that's fucked up. Okay, let yeah. me let me let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back a little bit, yeah, and we're gonna that. start to play it. Displeased with what has taken place, takes over Ray's mind as she goes against Luke. Luke now dueling against three, sights Finn in the distance and tosses him his spare lightsaber. Finn takes on Vaughn as Luke struggles with Kylo Ren and Ray. Snoke makes a remark about the Skywalkers as he watches the three battle, leaving a mystery to if that was directed toward Rey or not also. Finn eventually gets the upper hand against Vaughn, as their battle comes to a conclusion when Finn beheads him. Finn, bargaining with Rey to change, decides to break her fight with Luke and switches to Finn. Now two duels taking place. Finn, arguing with Rey that she is being controlled, starts to weaken by Snoke's possession. Poe, homing in with his X-Wing, knowing what lies inside, attacks its weakness from its exterior structure. Kylo Ren and Luke, still dueling. Kylo Ren hears his father's voices as it distracts him. Kylo Ren halts his duel with his uncle and saves Rey from falling rubble. Kylo Ren expresses to Luke that he is sorry and escapes as Snoke locks Luke, Finn, and a now free Rey inside the degrading main core of the Texel. It's revealed now that Snoke wishes to take his life with our three heroes. Luke, Finn, and Rey devise a way of escaping, leaving Snoke behind with the Texel now entrapped underground. Poe lands his X-Wing, walks over to Luke, Finn, 
Rey, Chewbacca, and R2-D2 as they all board the Millennium Falcon. Kylo Ren, in the solitude of space, aboard his shuttle, reveals that Snoke lives. Now on Takadana, Luke reunites with his sister Leia after years apart, as we see Luke, Leia, Maz, Poe, Finn, and Rey in front of a newly constructed castle. Rey, Luke, and Leia hold hands as they gaze up at the sky. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's from uh, Mike Zero. Um, basically, uh, let's see here. He posted here, this is February 16th. Star Wars Episode Eight has just started filming and or is just about to start filming. Recently, after my lighting technician strike video, I was emailed numerous times by each email claiming to be a lighting tech or boom op giving me full plot descriptions of the film. I put much thought into even making this video, and I can tell you that I would not have posted that if I did not believe any bit of it. Wow. Um, so, you know... Like, honestly, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but that is a, an amazing, amazing fucking ending yeah. to a Star Wars film, if it's you ask me. a great fucking story. Yeah. But it also, you know, it leaves us at the end. If this is the ending of the of Star Wars Episode Eight, we still are left with the question, is Rey a fucking Skywalker? Right, yeah. They leave us with that. that but that... Fucking, we still don't have that answer right. by the end of this movie. We still don't know who Snoke is either, necessarily. Yeah, and then who is Vaughn? Yeah, who the fuck? Who is the Vaughn? fuck is Vaughn? We've got Vaughn. We've got we, we've got it basically trapped in a fucking room. We've got Vaughn, Kylo fighting Ray and fucking uh, Luke. Yeah. All of a sudden, okay, uh, Finn gets explosives from Poe. Mm-hmm. Poe uh, Poe gives him the explosives. Finn goes to this door. He's locked out of this door. Blows fucking the door open so he can go in. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Snoke takes over Ray's mind. So now it's three against one. Yeah. Gets Luke. And so fucking now Finn's in there with Luke. So fucking Finn starts taking on uh, Vaughn. Yeah. And now we've got Luke fighting uh, Ray. Yeah. He's fighting Ray and Kylo. Holy shit. If man, this is and then Snoke is there. Yeah, Snoke is there in the flesh. Snoke is intimidated by Luke, and that makes sense because in the novelization, Snoke is actually like like oh, even in the fucking opening crawl for the Force Awakens, that the 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 uh, the, the First Order, their number one uh, mission is to to hunt down the last uh, Jedi, which yeah. is which is the most powerful Jedi in the universe, which is Luke Skywalker. We read that in the opening crawl. Yeah, Jay, this. I don't know if I don't know if this is real or not. I want to thank Luther Shaver for sending me the link. But man, if this is the way the movie ends, ends with them all on Takadana and, and and Luke meeting his sister again, and them all uh, uh, they're all on Takadana with a rebuilt uh, Maz Kanata's castle, and it ends like that, I'm all for it. That's yeah. not, this sounds amazing. This sounds like an amazing <laughs> lightsaber duel. Um, Ray, there's got to be a connection between Ray and Snoke. Yes. Yeah, God, wow, that, that 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 just adds to every question I had from the fucking first movie. Is Rey a Skywalker or just how like just how um Darth <laughs> Vader Darth Vader was supposedly an immaculate birth? Could it have been Plagueis who fucking who brought Darth Vader into the world? 
Yeah. It's quite possible. Yeah. And then now we find out that Snoke brought Ray into the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. Or 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 did or you know when when Luke found the first Jedi temple was that the first thing he did was he found like like the dark side was looking you know Plagueis was looking how to bring things back to life. Could the light side find out how to do that? Could could Luke have brought her back? Could could Luke have created her through an immaculate birth? Could the light side created her through an immaculate? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm just spitballing. I have no fucking clue where fuck. I don't know who the fuck Ray is. Maybe Maury Povich knows who this fucking bitch's <laughs> fucking mom and dad are. <laughs> right? Because I don't fucking know. Right? I'm just fucking spitballing. I don't fucking know who the fuck her parents are this doesn't answer any of those questions god damn it i don't even know who vaughn is no vaughn sounds like thrawn god damn it, it is does, it yeah. thrawn yeah is it thrawn no 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 no. it's not thrawn no thrawn. it sounds like thrawn hey remember the rumors that we saw thrawn is going to be ah he's gonna in be in rebels. rebels oh that's true that's true but i mean could vaughn be a code name for thrawn yeah could it be I hope so. God damn it. Damn it. This 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 yeah, just confuses but, 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 the fuck out but, but, of me. But but Thrawn's not like a lightsaber wielder. He's is not. He? He's not, but he's me- more of like your he's more of like your uh uh tactician, like your commander. Right. Yeah. But neither is Finn, necessarily, as far as we know. Sure, he, but Finn's gonna show up at the end of the movie. He's not a gifted lightsaber user either. Yeah. Oh man, shit. Yeah, but I, I can see fucking fans being like, why is Thrawn, you know, thrust into this battle as the lightsaber and The only thing that would make sense, okay, is that Snoke is not a Sith. Like we've been told sure. time and time again. He's okay. not a Sith. Yeah. So then we do have a master and an apprentice in in Vaughn mm-hmm. and Kylo. But but at the same time, Snoke said he wants to he wants to continue Kylo's training. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean Snoke's going to train him. Right? Could Vaughn be? Vaughn could be the oh, guy. Hold on, hold on. Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren. Who are the Knights of Ren? Yeah. What are the members? We don't we don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. <laughs> we don't know anything. God damn it. But this is a great story. It really is. I mean, if this is fake, this guy should be fucking writing it for Lucasfilm. If, if, if it's great fan fiction. It's phenomenal. You just throw out the name Vaughn. I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, so yeah, that could be an easy cop-out. All right, yeah. everybody's looking for Thrawn, so I'm going to call him Vaughn. Yeah. And then, like, sucker all these motherfuckers. Right. But this does not sound fake. I know it doesn't. It doesn't sound fake. And to bring the uh, bring the threat of Snoke to the point where he can control Ray, yeah. holy shit! No, no, it, that lines up with the fact that in the novelization, Ray hears Snoke's voice in her head. Yeah, why does he hear speaking, that? Speaking, speaking as the dark side and instructing her to kill Kylo Ren. There is a connection between Snoke and Ray for some weird fucking reason yeah. and this does line up with that man it's fucked up dude wow this is fucked up it's got me fucked up because <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't fucking like i would love to come on here and say dude that's some great fan fiction but i can debunk it because of this right right i cannot do that at this point right no this 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 gels. This totally gels. It gels. It may not be true. No. This could be 100% fabricated motherfucking bullshit. Right. But 
I don't have any reason to debunk it. Now, if we have listeners that are smarter than you and me and they can debunk this with what they've read in Novelization, what they've read in Shattered Empire, what they've read by Greg Rucka, uh, his fucking stories – if you can fucking if you can read something out there and you can fucking debunk this please shit, please do because this is going to keep me awake. Exactly. If you, <laughs> if you can debunk this, I'll be happy. At least knowing that this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But oh, be, but give me a concrete answer. Don't give me some fan fiction bullshit answer. Right. Say that. Hey, dude, I read this. This is canon, and this is the reason why this. Fan, why this theory is bullshit. Right. Don't just make something, don't pull something out of your fucking ass and say, well, it can't be this because I believe this. No, fucking give me canon source material that debunks this. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. I don't want fucking random bullshit emails. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear it. I want to This know. is bugging the fuck out of me at it's, this point. Yeah. And, and, and like the only thing, I think the hardest thing you're going to have trouble explaining is why Snoke has known what's gone on from the very fucking beginning. So unless he is the reason that we have Anakin and Luke mm-hmm. and possibly Rey, mm-hmm. then there's no other explanation as to why he's been around this long. If this story well, gels, why does why does Snoke have such a deep connection to Rey? Right. Why can he just tap into her no problem? Yes. At this point in I mean this is the next movie. Right. So why does he already have that ability? Yeah. Why not why, why not just use Kylo? It's, it's supported. It's supported. This theory is supported. Number 1 because like the first part of this possession that I believe is the fact that she hears his voice in the novelization. Right. And now she's being possessed by fucking Snoke? Yeah. Well, we've already seen Kylo fucking tap into her mind. Right. Did Kylo learn how to do that from Snoke? And has Snoke taken it to another level where he's like the puppet master and can fucking take over her fucking body? Right. And control her now? And this kind of discredits, too. Like, this story discredits, too, the fact that Snoke is not goddamn Darth Vader. He is not Anakin Skywalker. He's not Ezra. He's not Ezra. He's not Kanan. No, he is not Kanan. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like, I think from this story alone, it's saying he obviously knows Kylo Ren's weaknesses. Yeah. Kylo Ren knows his own weaknesses. Could he, could, dude, could Snoke actually be, like, fucking, like, Plagueis' master? Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Could he be even more ancient than fucking Plagueis? Right. Plagueis knew how to bring himself back, but that doesn't mean he was the ultimate master because Palpatine fucking killed him. Right. Palpatine killed his ass. Yeah. But who the fuck was his master? Well, Palpatine said he killed him. He said he did. He could be be lying. Yeah. Oh, man. Holy shit. That's a great story. Please send me that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to reread that. I want to. I want to reread that in detail. I'll send. I got. I got the text. I'll text. Post. It to you, post that on Facebook if we can. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll post it on Facebook, guys. Awesome. That's so you great. You guys can give it a listen. Um. All right. Hey, this is uh. What Fuck. is this? Episode one twenty seven. Something like that. Yeah. We're on. <laughs> Dude, one hundred and twenty seven episodes, man. You yeah. know, you realize I've done one hundred and twenty six of these. I've yeah. Only, I've, I've only missed one episode. Yeah. True. I have done one hundred and twenty six episodes of Pop. Been here longer than anybody else. I am like, hey, I, <laughs> dude, I'm fucking OG, man. Yeah. I'm fucking old school, man. Yeah. I've fucking done one hundred and twenty six of these. It's fucking bad. You know how much money I fucking made off? Are you Snoke? You know how much money? <laughs> you know how much money I fucking made on these podcasts? Zero. Goddamn, not one. $1. You've lost money on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've lost. Oh God, 
Oh yeah. my god! I You've have, spent money on this. I, I have put so much money into this fucking thing, yeah. and you know what? I fucking love it because, like, I'll be honest with you. Um, if it wasn't for like me talking to Jake, talking to Jay, talking to Frank, getting people on this podcast, I wouldn't have met such great people um, in person. I've met some great people. You know, we met Dan West. I've yeah. met Vincent Jankowski. Uh, met Andrew Peck, who I don't even think listens anymore. <laughs> But I met him, and he's awesome. He's a great guy. You know, and it's just talking to Kelly Claiborne on fucking Facebook all the time, talking to Luther Shaver. Um, you know, I, man, I, if I'm leaving people out, I'm so sorry. But I, I get to talk to Brooke Smith. I get to talk to John Hawksby. I get to talk to Chris Ahola, Eric Marable, fucking Jacob Harmon, Jared Gafford. Uh, you know, through Jake, I've met the comic slobs. The comic slobs, they listen to us. I listen to fucking Nerd Porn with Aaron Claude Miller. I listen to Friday Night Phantom with, with, uh, John. I listen to fucking, uh, Never Submit podcast with Matthew Jacella, who just lives in fucking Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew Chakella, holy shit, fucking great guy. Yeah, I love fucking Never Submit podcast. I, dude, th- dude, this podcast, I, you know, it's it's like I spend so much fucking money on it. I don't ask for a fucking dime from any of our fucking listeners. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's rewarding to me is just fucking listening to people that fucking tell me that you know I may act like it's like no big whoop that they fucking love this show but in all honesty the fact that people listen to this fucking bullshit week after week after week after week and they love this fucking show that makes me feel good yeah. it does it does yeah it me does too. but on the flip side if like if one day you turn into if one day you turn into Melvin Kith <laughs> And I'm, if no, if one day, if like you've been listening as long as Melvin Kiss has for fucking like, you know, 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah. First off, Melvin Kiss, you can kiss my ass, <laughs> Melvin. But if you've been, you know, if you turn into Melvin and you get to the point where you're listening to a show and it pisses you off. Yeah. And you leave the show. Dude, that's good. Yeah. I don't think anybody, if, if you get to the point. That Melvin got where the fact that you get so angry at a show that you have to plagiarize wrestling speeches <laughs> to fucking, you know, to piss CM off. Punk, if you yeah. get to that point where like it raises your blood pressure to that point where right. it's like, like not healthy and you turn into a fucking weirdo and start plagiarizing wrestling speeches. Yeah. It's time to drop off. Right. Right. But for those that have stuck around that have listened, you know, like fucking like Pete Neen, like Eric Wade, like mm-hmm. some of these guys that have been with us, Aaron Claude Miller's been with us for a long ass time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some of these guys that have been with us like since the beginning and shit that are still listening. Harmon, he's been with us for a long time. David Isaac, these guys, they fucking know they've been around. Yeah. If they, if you can stick around and you, that's the thing. It's like we are so fucking inclusive. Yeah. Finn Deets Creek, we are so fucking inclusive. I think that that's – and I, I'm not trying to toot my fucking horn for this fucking podcast, but I think that this is the people's podcast. I fucking play that shit all the time. But I think this is the people's co- podcast because we read your fucking emails. You guys are as much a part of this show as we are. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Every week we're reading their stuff to ourselves. Like every day I'm like checking and mm-hmm. seeing the messages that they send. I bust your balls. I bust Jake's balls. Jake busts your balls. Jake busts my balls. <laughs> yeah, we all, bust, bust, each we all balls. bust each other's balls. You guys send us emails. You know what? 
We're gonna bust your fucking balls. Yeah, that's what this show is about. That's the community. That's how I. Sh- that's you know what? That's my family. That's how I was fucking raised. Yes. My mom would bust my fucking balls. My sister would bust my balls. My we'd all bust my dad's balls. <laughs> this is how we did it. Dad was just easy picking. Yeah. Dad, dad was easy picking. He was asking for it. Dad was asking for it. But I, I live. I grew up around a bunch of fucking smartasses in my house. You had it. It, it, it was basically it was uh, feast or famine. You had to fucking you. Had had to fucking uh, bust each. You had to yeah. bust each other's balls. It's just the way we made fun of each other all the time. Absolutely, that's how we showed each other that we loved each other. Yeah, or how we hated There's each no other. There's no better way yeah. to do it. No, <laughs> there's no. And that's way. how we fucking do it here. But I want to thank all of our listeners, man. Yeah, anybody that fucking gets it for you, fucking pussies that fucking listen to one episode and you're off put by it, and you give us a one star review. Fuck you. You don't fit in. We don't like you either. Yeah, don't care. I give you a one star on you. I give <laughs> you as a person, if there was an iTunes, if I could go to, if I could log on to YouTunes yeah. and give you a review as a person, I would give you a one star review as well. Right. Cause you're an idiot. <laughs> Cause you know what? But for the people that get it, yeah. they get it. And I love that. It's a special fucking thing. It is a special. Not everybody thing. gets it, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because I'm not cool with everybody. Yeah. And I, I never am, will be. I am not out to have everybody get, you know what? Five star reviews, they're great when we get them. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, when I get that one star review, I know that I just weeded out somebody yeah. that I don't even want listening to this fucking podcast. Your opinion to me doesn't matter on the podcast. And if I probably met you in real life, I wouldn't fucking like you either there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about that's what it's about, man. Yeah. I, I think I think I think one star reviews are just as important. As the fucking five stars. Yeah, for sure. Because those one-star reviews, I don't have to worry about this jackass listening anymore. Yeah. And you know what? If you fucking send us an email that plagiarizes the WWE (laughs) and and, and you don't like one of my best friends, Jake, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, for sure. You're a fucking piece of shit because Jake Elliott is one of the best guys I've ever met in my entire life. Yes. Me and Jake, we haven't always seen eye to eye. Me and Jake have gotten in so many fucking arguments. But you know what? At the end of the day, dude, I think like fucking three years later after knowing this guy, I love Jake. Jake's a great guy. Yeah. And so, so, uh, I, you know, like, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't like that guy. All the shit that I give Jake shit for. Loving Nintendo. Loving, (laughs) loving Funko Pops. Yes. Loving all the cutesy bullshit, all that shit that I give him shit for, I don't want to beat that out of Jake. Right. No. Uh-uh. That's all those fucking weird things that he's all into, that he loves. Right. That's that's the shit that I love Jake for. Yeah. I love that Jake hates Man of Steel. I love the fact that me and him go to head-to-head on Man of Steel. Yeah. When I first met Jake, it pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. But after, me up, <laughs> after doing three years of this podcast, if Jake said, oh, you know what? Well, I guess you're right, Brian. I love Man of Steel and I hate Funko Pops now. That's not my Jake. Right, right. I want my Jake to – that's my Jake. Yeah. All those fucking things that Melvin hates Jake for. Yeah. I fucking love Jake for that. Right, right. You 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 discredit somebody for shit like that. Yeah. And you don't take the time to know somebody. 
yeah. or or know the po- or know us as a podcast. Yeah. You're gonna discredit us after ten episodes or one well, episode. On. Take the fucking time with anybody, anybody you meet. Doesn't have yeah. to be us. Yeah, you're gonna discredit people that quick. You're a piece of shit. Well, you know, what? and especially Jake. Yeah. God damn, he's a lovable, huggable guy. He's a great guy. Shut your mouth. Well, the, <laughs> what I love about it is that it makes me feel good that you that you that you came out your true feelings and that you're never going to be listening again. Yeah. That you're leaving us. That's great news. And you're moving on. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's like you sent us an email like you're breaking up with us. Well, we, you know what? Before this, Melvin we didn't know you even existed. So it doesn't really bother me one <laughs> right. way or the other. I didn't know that you were listening to us since Star Wars. Right. So it doesn't bother me now that you're fucking leaving. Yeah. It would bother me if I lost like Pete Neen, if I oh, lost, yeah. if I lost Harmon, if I lost Mil- uh, Aaron Claude Miller. Like if any of those guys that have been listening to us for a long time fucking sent me an email and said, fuck you, I'm out of here. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, dude, give me your number. I'm going to call you on the phone. I'd be thinking about even doing this show. Right, yeah. right. But if, number one, if your name's Melvin, I don't care how long you've been listening, your name's Melvin, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hard. All right. And raw. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Let's end this bitch. Uh, just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, uh, your name's Melvin. We don't give a shit. <laughs> We don't care how the service was if your name's Melvin. Don't give a fuck. All right. We'll see you next week. Eat shit. (laughs) Hey, we're back. (laughs) You know, we end a show and then we come back. Hey. Because I feel like a complete dick because, like, we're getting low on time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Walking Dead, we didn't talk about the uh, fucking... uh, Oh, fuck. The fucking... uh, the return of The Walking Dead. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. You want to talk about it real quick? Let's just talk about it real quick. Let's talk about it real quick. That way we don't have to do it next week. Because yeah. we got a lot of shit going on, I guess, next week. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we do. All right. So Walking Dead, dude, fucking, uh, it started off. And, uh, <sighs> oh dude, God. like, uh, last, last, uh, last fucking, uh, episode that we saw back in, like, you know, a few months ago. You know, we were left with that one dude on his motorcycle saying, all your bases belong to <laughs> Yeah, he said, belong to Negan. He said, "All your bases belong to Negan." Yes, and he said, "Yeah." And so the next thing you know, it's like, "Oh my God!" Daryl with a fucking "Oh uh, my God!" <laughs> Daryl comes out with a fucking RPG and blows him the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, I know it's silly as fuck. It's silly as fuck, but it's also amazing. It's silly as badass. fuck, but it fucking happened, oh, and it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. And I mean, it was like this episode. There were some scenes that were like like pulled directly from the comic book. Uh huh. I mean, we had we had the the whole the the death the death of Jesse and her family, and you know Rick cutting the arm off of Jesse. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, I Tupperware it, man. I thought, I, I, th- I thought it was it was directed by Greg Nicotero. Uh, you know, who does a lot of the fucking, like, uh, zombie design, special effects, and the fucking practical effects for the show. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was great. He should be doing all of them. Because this this was yeah. fucking amazing. It was really good. The Lord of the Rings fucking moment of Rick and the, and the Alexandrians mm-hmm. teaming up together to take on the zombies. Yeah. That was totally fucking Lord of the Rings moment. Yeah. Totally fucking badass. Yeah. I loved it when even fucking Eugene, just like in the comic, when Eugene said, like, you know, this is like, I forget the quote, but he says, like, uh, people were going to talk about this one yes. day. Yes. I don't like, clock out. Nobody clocks nobody out. Nobody clocks out. Like, yeah. yeah that people are going to talk about this one day. Oh, like, my that, God. like, that's straight from the comics. And, like, 
you know, even like the the shot of fucking like uh, Carl getting uh, with with Ron. Yep. You know, shooting him in the eye, yeah. and then you get to see straight through. Dude, that shot looked dead like on like the fucking panel from the comic. Great shot, and and Glenn. Yeah. The Glenn moment where you think he's gonna fucking bite it. Oh, and then Abraham gives him the thumbs up yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, that was so awesome. You want to open the gate? Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> God, loved it. God, I was just like, I was bawling. Listening to oh, oh shut your God mouth, damn it. you fucker! Hold on, hold on. I don't know how you did. It. I got, I got really. <laughs> God damn it! I hate when it. he's trying to fucking like uh, get us off the stage and shit. Yeah, you're done, guys. Like, you're done. <laughs> hey, yeah, all right, you guys are done. No, yeah. that fucking Glenn moment. Yeah. Holy shit! I thought he was done. I didn't read the comic book, so yeah. I, I didn't know. I thought, okay, he's done. He's, yeah. There's no way he's getting out of that. And I was literally crying. I was like. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the fitting Glenn end. No, I thought that was it. No, no, no. no I no. thought that was it. If you're a comic book reader, well, I know about. I know about that. I, no, it's not the fitting Glenn end. I know about that. But Even in the comic, there's no fitting Glenn end. True, true. I'll be honest with you. But goddamn it! But it's, I, he's not going to go out like that. I can tell you that much. And I wrote that in my notes. I wrote for a quote. Glenn is not going out like a bitch in yeah. this in this series. No way, because that was amazing. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. I was so invested at yeah. that point. But even Enid, even mm-hmm. Enid was fucking stabbing zombies in the head in this episode. Well, Enid's a badass. She, she is a fucking. She's more badass. of a badass than anybody in, in the Alexandria. And she like she lived on her own and shit. Absolutely, so. oh, killer episode. Great yeah. fucking episode. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next. I have no idea. We'll talk about go. more Walking Dead next week after we watch the next episode and shit. Yeah. Tonight's episode that's airing. But yeah. yeah, we're running late on time. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but so. great, great, one of the best episodes of the entire fucking season yeah. ever. The only ever. thing that I don't think was earned was the fact that Rick trusted uh, Father Gabriel with uh, with uh, with the baby. True. With, fucking uh judith yeah i don't think that was earned because like all fucking season he's been given fucking father gabriel shit and he's just like oh yeah here here you go yeah you can take her to the fucking church yeah that's the only thing that's the only problem i have with the episode yeah other other than that phenomenal other than that yeah you fucking yeah we've already seen daryl blow up a fucking tank (laughs) oh my god why the fuck not take out a bunch of fucking uh Fucking like by fucking uh, hell's angels and shit. That, that was such a fucked up scene too, because you thought that they were gonna have their way with them. Yeah, like the way he was talking to Daryl and the crew. Yeah. You're like, I, I I hope to God that something happens so they can't get in their hands because I they're gonna have their way with them. Right. And Daryl just like fuck you. Holy yeah. shit, that was a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. One of the best episodes ever. Yeah. But. Uh... We already know that we're going to see Negan because they've, they've already cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. Yeah. So we're going to see Negan. Can't wait for that either. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be like towards the end of the fucking season. I think this next episode is going to be kind of cool because it, maybe it'll, it'll slow down a little bit because like this last episode was so fucking action packed that we really didn't get to see like, you know, how Glenn's going to react to seeing, you know, Maggie again. I think, right. I want this next episode to kind of slow down a little bit so we can kind of get these characters to kind of talk and. For once, yeah, yeah. For once, please yeah. slow down a little. Oh bit. my god, what, what's uh, what's the fucking uh, the doctor chick's name? Oh, she's amazing. Dude, I fucking love her. Oh, man. She's one of my favorite characters now. I I love her after this episode. Yeah, I can't I, remember her name. Her name starts with like a J or something. Yeah, I, I yeah I I don't know her name either. But I was totally on the ropes with her. I thought she was kind of wishy washy. 
But this episode, I thought she was badass as fuck. I love her. She was great. Yeah. We'll talk more Walking Dead after we get the next episode because I want to fucking, I want to end this bitch. Yeah. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you fuckers next week. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it or fuck it. Suck it or fuck it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like It's a trap. Could it toss it? Could it taste it? Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. That original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it toss it, good it taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushover, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.